Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Uh, people are all upset now. It's all sorts of people on the phone now with either questions about what we just talked about, the new thing in the uh, list of infidelity, which includes hugging. If it's an extended hug, it is apparently considered cheating. But a lot of people are arguing that, and then others have things that they say, is this cheating or not? Listen to this one from 818 who says, uh, my girlfriend took my leftovers from the refrigerator of food that I had already eaten half of, brought it to her male coworker because she thought that he would enjoy it. She told me about this, so she wasn't hiding it from me, but I was livid because I wanted my leftovers, and I told her that's kind of like cheating, and she said I'm crazy. I actually agree with that guy. Totally. That is kind of cheating, I feel like. His <laughs> leftovers food, get eaten by a male coworker? That's like a primeval like, way of cheating. Uh, it's almost probably like, complimenting or cooking. It's like calorie swinging is what that is, or something. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I don't like it at all. David. What side does the pineapple go for that? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? What's up? You're on K-Rock. Hi. Hey guys, how's it going? Fine. What's up? Hey, I, I just uh, actually just called. To, I had to step out of my car. I didn't hear what the cheating was. I'm like, oh, it's uh, hugging. Uh, hugging is uh, the the one thing that Allie and I have done. I think we've hugged each other at some point. Um, yeah, but never for well a very long time. We also you you are a side hugger. Well, I think I, the longest you ever hugged me was when I said I was pregnant. Yeah. No, when you told me your grandma died, I gave you a real hug. Huh. But that okay. was, that was, I also gyrated a little bit on that one. <laughs> trying to make it, trying rightly to, so. Yeah, rightly so. It was a celebration of life. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> it's how she would have wanted it. Uh, you're, you're, you're on K High. I have a girlfriend and I'm in a committed relationship, but I really want to have a girl come over to my house tonight and for 500 bucks get in the jacuzzi with me. And maybe drink a little bit, but no touching tonight. Hold on. Let me get this straight. You're in a relationship right now with a girlfriend? Yes. How long? Pre-COVID to now, okay. Like so February, February, yeah. February 2020. To that's now. a long. Right, so you're in a, you're in a long. I mean, it's a committed relationship. That's a three-year relationship, and and you want to pay someone five hundred dollars to come over tonight and sit in the hot tub with you. Yeah, I got a kick-ass house. It's going to very much impress this person. And I'm in my mid fifties, and she's in her young twenties. And hop in the jacuzzi naked, and maybe the pool. And I'll flip on the waterfall, turn on the pool, all the lights, the basketball, hook it up, try to see what's going to happen next time. How is this not cheating? Omar's in for a hundred. Would you take Omar Khan naked in your hot tub for a hundred dollars, sir? No. Ah, you bastard. No. Does your current girlfriend know about this or no? Hell no. Cheating then. It's cheating for sure. Cheating and disgusting. But that, but that, but the point he's making is. What is the point he's making? No fi- I'm going to ask somebody who's 20 years old to come sit in a hot tub so I can stare at her he for $500? That, he said there's no physical contact. 
He's saying there he would be, obviously wants physical contact, he, but he's asking the question. I believe he's saying it, 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 based on this study that we just revealed the results to that said hugging for an extended amount of time could be considered or is considered cheating. This time, there's no physical contact. They're sitting. Yeah, but he's saying this time. This well, yes. So this time, so his uh, ultimate desire is to cheat with this person. If no, he said like, and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, but if you're sitting with a, in a hot tub, but also hot tub, by the way, even if you're sitting in a hot tub with clothes on with someone, I feel like that of all the locations you could be with someone else, mm-hmm. something about a hot tub, right? It, that implies cheating well it's more yeah, than it's like, a place that makes you feel sexy because you got that nice warm relaxed feeling you feel sexy in a hot tub Allie? i think anybody feels a little sexy in a hot tub yeah but you but, feel like you're kind of living the life but if you were to take a story that happened with two people and add the add hot tub to it or add, change the location of hot tub it, everything seems way more salacious right yeah of course that's why you put a hot tub on your roof right that's part of the reason why. Yeah, because yeah. you wanted it to be hot and salacious. If this guy had said on the text line, my wife brought my leftovers to her coworker and then he ate them in the hot tub with her, I would be like, whoa, they're cheating. 100%. <laughs> it's so much worse. But if they had just done it in a cafeteria somewhere, yeah, who would, cares? Wouldn't have been, right, not nearly as much. So that's the latest. So be on the lookout for that, apparently. That's one more thing you have to look out to. Uh, this uh, girl checking in on the text line, 714. Uh, I have no issue with my boyfriend looking and liking other people's Instagram photos. No issue with that at all. I don't know why people have a problem with that. I have a best friend that does. Uh, this is from 626 who says, we all cheat all day in our minds. It's cool. We should accept it. Uh, 562 said, all of this is making me very happy that I'm single. And 323 said, I think if you're calling a radio station to ask if it's okay for feeling guilty, that's probably cheating. Yes. I think in, when it's out, if we're the people, if we're the barometer of your relationship. Yeah, then you're cheating. Oh, uh, this is, uh, Omar, someone just offered you se- uh, $75 they'll pay for you to come over and 75? sit in their hot tub tonight. Oh, I'll take it. Don't have a hot tub, but Omar can come <laughs> sit in my bathtub if you'd like to. I'll give him 20 bucks. <laughs> you want to do that? <laughs> so, infidelity. I think we can all agree there's certain things that are cheating, that fall in the category of cheating. Also, I would love to hear from you if you have your own theory of things that you say are cheating. This is always tough when you're in a relationship with someone, and your understanding of what cheating is is different than their understanding. Because some people think commenting on anyone else's Instagram pictures... That even, was a guess that came through on the text line. Would liking be, or commenting on other people's Yeah, even posts. liking. If you're liking the picture of someone that you are not in the relationship with, but someone that you are attracted to, I guess, that some people would consider that cheating. That's not what it is, though. This one is I'm, I'm surprised by. A study has been done. They looked at all sorts of different couples in relationships, gay, straight, Different ages, I think they looked at close 25,000 to get an estimation of what everyone agreed was considered cheating, infidelity versus not. And a new thing has emerged that they were shocked to find that uh, both men and women agreed was unfaithfulness, infidelity, when it was being done to someone outside of the relationship. Okay, and it's not watching the other person's show with somebody else. Nope. Is but it, I could understand why people would think that was. I could understand. I would be upset. Why that would be considered cheating for some people? If she watched it with somebody else. Someone else, right? Like uh, doing already, it by herself is one thing. Right. Oh, oh, I know. I'm episode one of White Lotus with you, but I'm in episode four of White Lotus with her. Right. Like, what? And I have to pretend to watch it with you. That yeah, that would come across. <laughs> yeah, faking it. Yeah, I'm faking I, it. And I think, by the way, people do that. If you've got the kind of job where you can like catch up on your shows, mm-hmm. you can binge watch shows while you're at work. And I have a buddy who does that. And he watches all the shows with other, with his co- with his work friends, and then he gets to go home and pretend he's watching them again with his girlfriend. God, that's so much work. What about? But that's cheat. But you know, I could see why she would be upset about that. Yeah, yeah. No, I could. What about like um, working out with somebody else? All right, it's a good guess. 
800-520-1067, what is something that happens in a relationship that if it happened outside you would consider cheating that's not obviously the standard cheating? A new study provides evidence that infidelity is not simply having intercourse with someone besides your partner. So I, there's the obvious, right? Who the, is this? This is, uh, this is a job Allie was up for that she didn't get. It uh, went to this woman instead. Uh, they are going to break down. We did a study. So those. obviously intercourse, that's the obvious one. Cheating is, okay. some would argue it's cheating is sex, but now there's so many other things that are cheating. Researchers in Germany were interested in what types of behaviors people considered to be cheating. Of course, the Germans were like, let's go ahead and make this a priority. This is the one we need to focus on. What is cheating outside of sex in a relationship? The study included more than 9,000 participants and measured four facets of infidelity. That's the other part that's interesting is they've broken infidelity into four different kind of zones. Like the clearly like cheating and know you're cheating and then all the way the Right, the casual, gray area, gray which is area. there is a lot of gray area these days. But but then what they were looking for was any sort of a correlation between what what both people in the in the relationship both agreed was unfaithful both genders, whatever, and they found something is new. Explicit behavior, emotional involvement, online contact, and duration. And this duration thing is apparently a huge part of it now because they found that things that happen very quickly are not cheating, but things that happen over an extended period of time and or over a long moment are cheating. And what was added to the list, Allie, for the first time ever is hugging. Hugging? Oh, for too long? A... They are saying right now that after looking at it, any sort of a long hug that is with someone that you also have a, quote, emotional attachment to is now been deemed by both parts of the relationship as unfaithful. Because that's not a hug. That's embracing. Wait a minute. Hold on one second. You're saying what's the second? What's the difference? It's the same thing, isn't it? Embrace is a long hug. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. It sure does. Can people yeah, not show word. affection for each other without it being like? Are we all that insecure? My God! Had an embrace. That's a that's a sexy word. Embrace is sexy. <laughs> it's not sexy. Jake's right though. No, embrace. Like hu- embrace. Hug is not sexy. Embrace. A se- sexual. You ever had like a bear embrace? A bear hug. Uh, how, what's hmm. the? What do you think the cutoff is between a hug, a a totally clean, non-sexual hug? Two point eight seconds. You think anything over three seconds becomes an embrace, and yep. that becomes problematic? Yep. Apparently, Dude, what? What oh. if somebody's going through a hard time and you're trying to like help them, and you want to give them a nice long hug to let them know, like I'm here for you? Well, that's two point nine seconds. I would say if you if you pat them on the back. <laughs> while I don't the, want this to get weird, so if, go away now. If you pat them on the back while you're hugging them, I think that that becomes a hug, not an embrace. Or if you have the bro handshake in between yourselves, then it's fine. What does that mean? The, oh, or you're, you're shaking hands and then you pull in for the hug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a different. I, what they're saying now is that people are using the hug as an excuse to have this what they're calling mild cheating where they will where they will say it's, it's just a hug this right. is ridiculous What's wrong with these but, but this is fake news stupid crap you think this sounds like fake news having sex with someone else was almost <laughs> always viewed as infidelity almost always what the first of all this, that's, this lady she doesn't just, is just some stupid person on tiktok well, she, no, this no, is not fact th- this woman's just reading this she she has nothing to do with this she's reading the information that was found in the study and she's saying and this is what was crazy having sex with someone outside the relationship was not even 100% cheating there was like a 2% margin of error in that one. What what could be that excuse? So more people thought hugging was cheating? No. Is that what she's saying? Uh, no, not more people thought hugging was cheating, but hugging for an extended amount of time with someone that there is an emotional connection with was considered infidelity 80% of the time. 
So that's you're not a, allowed to have an emotional connection with somebody? With I another mean, person? Dude, it's, I, that's insane. This is, don't yell at me. This is what the research Would is. Would you be mad if your wife hugged somebody? Please For be honest seconds. with me. Are you that insecure that you'd be that upset if somebody hugged your wife? If she hugged somebody... And it, that hug lasted for, like Jake said, over, I'm trying to do the math here. Four seconds doesn't sound like a long time, but for me, that's almost a full session of lovemaking. <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure out. If she hugged someone for double the time it would take me to finish, I would then have- Then you'd be upset? Uh, she hugs people. I'm just trying to think. You know there's a difference, Al. You can feel it. When you're hugging someone- you can feel the difference of hug, a relative hug versus a coworker hug. Like, what if she hugs her trainer and her trainer kind of like dips her a little as he as he's embracing her? Dude, that's cheating. If she hugged her trainer for five seconds. That's not cheating. That's flirting. That's not the same thing. Doing something that's flirty or flirtatious is different than cheating. What if they hugged, separated, hug, separated, hug, separated, hug, separated? And then grabbed a little cheek? So, I mean, I'm just saying there's someone else was almost always viewed as infidelity, regardless of the circumstances. But several other behaviors were considered infidelity as well, depending on the context. What so, is this like porn music in the, the background? This, is, this music is infidelity, by the way. <laughs> I, 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 I think <laughs> anyone who follows this girl is cheating. These are the four things, by the way, that were now added to the list of infidelity. And I feel like I'm guilty of all of them. So I guess that makes me an unfaithful person, even though I consider myself pretty faithful. For example, kissing was often identified as infidelity if Kiss- emotional involvement. Kissing is infidelity if emotional involvement is involved. But if it's kissing, like with your mom, if you're kissing your mom or something, where you, I mean, not that you don't have an emotional relationship with your mom, but it's not like that sort of kiss, right? So that one is cool. Like, kissing a stranger, if you're doing mouth-to-mouth because they are not breathing on the side of the road, then that's okay. Okay, so then this goes back to my wife because before we got married, when we were dating, she would sometimes kiss other people and it was not a sexual... It wasn't like an emotional, like, hey, I want to be with this person. It was like, a, hey, we're all drunk and we're dancing and then we kiss and then we move on to something else and... I don't want to be with that person, but I'm just, for funsies, making out sometimes. Oh, yeah. She's not faithful. We've solved that yeah, problem. Totally. We don't need, the, ger- we don't need, we don't need yeah. the Germans to help us with this one. Okay. So there's that one. Then there's this. Erotic online contact. Erotic online contact. Anything well, online at all with anyone, even if it's, now I would argue if it's an OnlyFans person, you, got no, you don't know this person in real life, you're paying a couple of bucks a month because they're doing something for you, is that ch- cheating? I, would I don't feel, think it's cheating as long as you disclose that information. Yes. If you're keeping it secret, then I think it's then cheating. Then there's a problem because you're one, yeah. why, did, why do you feel the need to do that? Is there something that you're not satisfied with our relationship and you feel like the need to get something extraneous from online? Jody, 800-520-1067. You're on K-Rock. What's up? Hugging is considered cheating based on hand positioning, groin positioning, and face positioning. Interesting. I didn't even think about mm. that. The hug is a cheat based on where the hands and the face are. If someone is giving Ali a hug, but then they go, right, motorboat then style, we're fine. then that's not cheating. That's a, <laughs> the person with the terrible, that's torture. terrible no, that's death. how I say hello. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Take a listen, Ali, because this is what people have decided. And I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. You know how like uh, when you look at a, any sort of a label on bad food, candy bar, whatever, packet of ramen, it will say... It's got this many calories or this much sodium or this many servings. And, you know, I don't know if it means much to anyone. There's a uh, study now that has shown that they should put on the labels of all bad food exactly how much physical activity you need to do (gasps) to counteract what you are putting in your body. The fettuccine Alfredo. You need to do 5,000 sit-ups. 17 days of, yeah. Right. Like (laughs) like you need to run from here. (laughs) 
to, to Paris, France yeah. <laughs> to burn off what you just ate. My question is, they say this is going to make people healthier because people are going to actually be able to understand yeah, what I they're doing. Will. There's also there is a discussion that they're putting nutrition facts on the back of labels, sometimes even under the folds. And that what they're trying to do is move nutrition facts to the front of labels so that it's right in your face. So you don't get to see the cool, like, uh, cartoon, you know, bird on the front of the cereal that, like, is like, man, that looks delicious because his nose is made of Fruit Loops. Instead, you see, like, this is how much fat and sugar is in this right now. So... While I understand that obesity is a huge problem in this country. In this country, in this room. In this this chair. But on the flip side, and I know this is getting a little serious, there are people that have problems with, you know, they... they, they Portion control? No, like... the opposite, you're saying. Yes. And then to have, like... I've been well, out bigger... to a restaurant with people who have a legitimate eating disorder and right. seeing calories on a menu is really, really difficult for them. But are... And they can't even make a choice because it's really difficult to just see the calories. And then to also see what you need to do to burn it off could really mess with somebody's mind and be like, okay, well, if I have this Reese's peanut butter cup, then I need to r- walk for 15 minutes and then I can eat another peanut butter cup, you know, and you just spiral. Well, they're saying that by, first of all, they're calling it PACE. PACE stands for physical activity calorie equivalent. And they're saying that the plan is that you put pace on the label mm, of pace all is delicious. of Love all things. Pace picante. <laughs> 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 uh, that's great. Yeah, let's uh, get a big bag of chips for this pace. That's great. So they're <laughs> done saying done. I'm that a fan. The pl- <laughs> yeah, can we not name it after something else that's, <laughs> that's delicious, delicious, please? Uh, we're gonna the acronym co- is the acronym is Velveeta. <laughs> it stands for. Uh, So what they're saying now is that they believe that whoever they are, right, that people are going to make wiser decisions when it comes to what foods we eat, especially the foods we talk about usually in the Munchie Minute, like some new flavor of Oreos that are going to come out, where you realize if you eat a sleeve of Oreos, you need to do, you know, whatever it is, 50,000 jumping jacks to counterbalance that. If you eat a sleeve of Oreos, you just buy Oreos. You don't give a crap about pace. Exactly. And that's kind of my thought, too, because even as it is now. You're just going to be thinking about, hmm, I could have done that exercise to burn this off. Right. (laughs) But I'm not going to do it. Like, realistically, I would probably YouTube, I would watch a video of someone doing that while I ate it (laughs) and be like, all right, this is kind of like pace equivalent. Run, idiot! Uh, Come on, run. I'm eating these Oreos. (laughs) I don't even pay attention to. I know we're supposed to, but like serving size, you know, the, 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 I think that's why they added that to the bag because you used to, I used to think if I'm buying a Gatorade, that's for me. And then I realized when I finished drinking it, they're like, that was that supposedly was... two and a half servings of Gatorade. And I'm like, or for two and a half people. Right. Okay. I don't even like it when they put things on the bag, like family share bag. Cause I'm like, hold on. <laughs> it's so shamey, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, It really is shamey. <laughs> so I'm like, I just had a family portion of m and You know what else they should change? I don't like how it's based on a 2000 calorie a day diet. Right. What is that? Who's doing that? That's the Do other problem. Do it based problem. on 4,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, be realistic. Yeah, or let's let's go to the metric system or something. So it sounds different. <laughs> so I'm just so confused that right. I don't know what I'm doing. So anyway, that, look for that to come soon, uh, where someone passes over like whatever it is, bag bag of chips, and you're like, oh man, before I can even, you know, mm-hmm. enjoy this delicious yeah. new flavor of Doritos, I've got to start thinking about the uh, you know the amount of lunges I have to do, which is just <laughs> yeah. And what exercise are they going to pick? Are they going to pick like rowing? Who the hell knows about right. any of that crap? At, yeah, at least if you're going to pick exercises, do ones that we're not realistically going to be able to do anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, like talk about like something with kettlebells or things like yeah, that. Or just turn... Yeah, or, yeah, or, or sex. Now, now, that's, that's a great idea, now, Jake. That's, Jake, finally, you've said something useful on this show. 
That is actually not bad, where they would go ahead and say, all right, listen, you want to eat the Doritos Locos taco, which is delicious. You're going to have to have sex for 35 minutes to counteract this. At least give it another fun thing that you could do as well. Yeah, yeah. Don't make it something that we don't want to do. No, 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 no. Or like... But for a guy like you, Clay, that only does it 30 seconds at a time, that doesn't help you at all. Yeah, but it you can only get it like once a month. Like yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, You're I understand. So but fat. I would. Un- <laughs> Thanks, Omar. Great. That's. I think that there is something that apparently is a trend with travel that I am a big fan of, and I know Al, you'll hate it. But how do you feel about the concept of sleep tourism? People are planning entire vacations based on getting sleep, oh and hotels are being redone. Not to have all the cool stuff like, oh, the hotel's got tennis courts and it's got uh, all these other... State-of-the-art restaurant. I mean, they'll have some of that, but the entire concept is this is a place you go if you want to sleep. Now, uh, you're one of these people, I'm sure, because, you know, when El Chipo takes a trip, she likes to maximize every moment of every day. So it's always, we're going here, we're going here, up at six. I made my wife go on an eco-truck on our honeymoon. We slept on a bag of rice. That's, oh my God, that sounds terrible. Yep. No, it was great. You slept on a bag of rice on your honeymoon? Mm-hmm. In a the, bamboo hut. What was the point of that? Uh, well, we went on an eco trek through uh, the Oh, is like, that your nickname jungle. for yourself? No. Oh. And to see like the natural wildlife and to get taught about the, the culture. And we spent the night with a family that lives in the jungle. And it was an amazing experience. But it wasn't like... A foofy you experience. Well, you it wasn't sleep, like a hunt. You didn't sleep Absolutely well. Absolutely not. No, no, there were spiders everywhere. Right. It sounds terrible. But- Wait, for honeymoon? Yeah, for a couple of the nights. But That's then we also amazing. had some nights where we had, you know, like a nice hotel or whatever. But no, we oh. went, we were traveling all the time. Allie had to keep her wife from cheating. So she's like, the option here is me or a bag of rice. <laughs> so she's like, all right, Allie, I guess. She was dry humping the bag of rice <laughs> all night. Up. Allie wakes up, she's making a stir fry. Uh, no, the, but I want to experience everything about, like, I would don't you, travel out of the country very often for my honeymoon. It was a big honeymoon. We went to Thailand, which is a really right. beautiful place, nice. and I wanted to experience every part of that. Would you think that I was strange? Of course, Thailand, by the way, because everything's super cheap Of course it is. That's I why. got a massage for $7. <laughs> yeah, that's why. She did the whole thing, And I course. ate like a queen for $30. Also, she walked there. Oh, she wouldn't pay for the airfare. <laughs> but would you think, I, would you judge me if I said that I was planning an entire trip just because of a place that's supposed to have great sleep like the whole trip was based on you're going somewhere you're traveling somewhere you're booking a hotel every activity is based on having the best sleep you can have well that sentence doesn't even make sense because there wouldn't be an activity the activity is just sleep no how far are you even traveling for this that's what would upset me sleep is if you're traveling out of the country and spending thousands of dollars on plane tickets just to go sleep in a bed that is a huge waste of money yeah, and but, time. Yeah, but sleep tourism, they're saying, and I've been to hotels before that have tried to do like little things. They'll say like, uh, order a pillow from the pillow menu. They have a gimmicks to try to make your bed more comfortable. What? But I'm not talking about that. I'm saying a, a room that has been set up from the very beginning that is just meant to maximize sleep. Like you know, it's the perfect temperature for sleep. They've got aromas in there Fine, that are Fine, but to then help when you, you wake up, you got to go do something. You have to experience the new, if you're in a new place, you have to experience the place that you're in. Otherwise, what's the point of going there no, you spend the day preparing for your next sleep like i would well, think that the idea of sleep tourism is that you're going that that's that's the thing you're like man i went away for three days i had the best sleep of my entire life no like i feel like some of these places they probably take your cell phone away they probably it's like the whole thing is based on just giving you 
Okay, like, I, the, I, then you're explaining like a retreat, not an mm. actual just I'm going to go sleep somewhere. Well, there's yeah, a couple. These are like people that probably have like huge problems with sleep, like people that don't sleep for days at a time. Maybe they need this. But uh, to me, that sounds kind of boring. Dude. No. Dude. And it sounds stressful doing all the things that you have to do to prepare for a vacation. All right, for, so, for instance, there's a hotel that just opened up. I think it's in London. And they are they're called the Sleep Sanctuary. But the, it's not for people that have like sleep apnea or anything like that. It's just people mm. that want to get that they, they, they're like they have thick ass walls. Let's go there and throw a party. Uh, listen, no, I next door to it opens a giant rave opens next door. I, DJ Omar Khan. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the concept that like when you usually plan a trip, right? Like let's say you're going somewhere, you go somewhere for what? Like pick what you're going there, for the food or or the beach or or uh, you know because you want to go to Hawaii and go to a luau, whatever it is. If I pick a place to go to because of sleep, you're saying that you would. Then enjoy- why wouldn't you pick here? What? Why would I want to be here? Kids because, here, but, okay, you here, the people that are keeping me from sleeping. Here. I don't. I don't help you sleep. No. Well, sometimes you tell stories. Sure. No, I'm saying that if you are going somewhere just to sleep, most of the time that you're there will be spent sleeping. So, what is the point of spending time and stress to to coordinate going to another place for that? Why wouldn't you just go to a hotel and sleep in a hotel here? Like go to somewhere comfortable, like where they. Uh, yeah, go to go on one of those nap buses. Go on a hotel. That's go not going to be good sleep, though. That's the whole idea that no one's getting good sleep anymore. So you and won't get good sleep if you're in the town that you live. I don't think it's possible. I think you're too, you're, you're too you're too reachable. You're too uh, people can find you too easily. Well, spoiler alert: We all have phones, and yeah, you but, can text and well, call I'm no just, matter where you are in the world. They're saying it's a huge. You're always reachable. I'm just saying, in the future, in the not too distant future. Sleep tourism is like that's the big that is, uh, such a waste. It's not, it's going to be awesome. I want to be exhausted when I get back. I want to be vacation. the face of sleep tourism. <laughs> it's I, just you. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. angry on a <laughs> yeah, yeah on, a, a nap. on some kind of a rewards card. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be. Good. <laughs> well, think about it. They couldn't make you check out at eleven. Who's this sad man on this card? Uh, this guy looks like he needs sleep. <laughs> yeah, I can be that. No, anyway, that's happening. So be on the lookout for that. It's time for do you know the man on your show? Do you? Like sublime or like sublime or something like that. Uh, Jake the Nerd out and about. Met this woman wearing a Pearl Jam shirt. I love Pearl Jam. All day, all night. All day, all night. But will she know anything about the band that she's wearing on her shirt? Wearing a Pearl Jam shirt. That was Jake the Nerd. He's drunk. She's drunk. It's a match made in heaven. Let's say hi to... Wow, everyone wants in. I don't blame you. 1975, that's a good show. Hey, uh, John and Irvine, you have a, sh- a chance to play your way in right now. You ready? I'm ready. All right. If John is unsuccessful at this, this turns into a call 20 situation at 800-520-1067. So just listen and root against John, and maybe you could win, uh, wind up at our next Pizza in a Band with the 1975. Uh, all you have to do is predict, will she know or will she not know, questions about the band on the shirt she's wearing. The questions are very easy. That has never stopped people in the past from getting them wrong. And keep in mind, she's drunk, but also, uh, you know, sometimes that can mean has been on on the road with the band for 20 years. Yeah. So she knows everything. But she's drunk, and I think she's about to get laid. Let's find. <laughs> she's about to get some of that nerdy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, nerdy. Here we go. Let take a listen. Here's the the first question. All you got to do is get two out of three right, and you win. If not, we give your tickets to a complete stranger. Here we go. All right, you're wearing a Pearl Jam shirt. We do a thing called "Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt." Yes. Can you tell me the name of the lead singer? 
Why do you slow down so quickly there? Oh, no. I thought it's there so was a problem weird. with the audio. I thought like <laughs> I didn't realize that, that it was like slowing down <laughs> yeah. for some reason. Yeah. He starts fine. Yeah, all of a sudden he like slow yeah. Can you tell me the name of the lead singer? <laughs> Can you tell Were you in a library doing this? Where were I you, dude? I am trying to enunciate because I'm wasted. Right. Oh. Yeah, you did it. 323 said, where was your invisible girlfriend during this conversation? Well, because I think she'd be jealous. Obviously, he didn't want her to know. That's why he was whispering. <laughs> Can you tell me the name of the lead singer? I, no, because I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Will she know the answer? She's wearing a Pearl Jam shirt. And she said... Pearl Jam all day, all night. I love Pearl Jam all day, all night. Does she know the lead singer? I think the answer we're looking for is Eddie. Eddie. I would accept Vetter. I would accept Edder. I would accept any combination of Eddie and Vetter, I think. And if you love Pearl Jam, that's a pretty easy one. Yes, I would agree. What do you think? I think she will know. Okay. Let's go ahead and uh, root for you here. Everyone else rooting against you. Tickets on the line. Pizza the Band, 1975. DTS Soundspace, Pizza Joe's. Uh, you get three chances, which means you can still screw one of them up and still win the game. Let's find out. Can you tell me the name of the lead singer? No, I can't. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can look him up on my phone. <laughs> Okay. I thought it was Pearl Jam all day, all night. I what? Know. What are you talking okay. about? Wow, that's it. I thought she was gonna. I thought it was a oh joke, and she God. was gonna come back with the answer. Yeah, because she seems like she's cute, trying to be cute, you know. But because I'm not. But home, but yeah, I'm you're... a terrible name rememberer. Right. She's a terrible name rememberer. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, that's not a good start for you, my friend. Uh, she did not get that, so. She's not off to a good start. Neither are you. That means you got your first one wrong. Dude, and Pearl Jam fans are like, they will go see Pearl Jam over and over and over and over and over again in concert. By the way, they see Eddie Vedder without Pearl Jam. They just see Eddie Vedder doing it. So that's the part that kind of trips me up, but okay. Can you name one song? All right. uh, Second question in uh, Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt? She got the first one wrong. She couldn't give us Eddie Vedder. Here's question number two. Can you name one song? Can you know what song? Can we can play it at our wedding? Question number two. Can she name one song? (laughs) Yes or no? Can she get one song? I mean, listen, Pearl Jam has had so many. So many hits. Hits, but I've lost all confidence. If she couldn't give us Eddie Vedder, I don't think she's going to give us anything. Yeah. What do you think? My faith's gone, so I'm going to go with no on this one. All right. How quickly the tables yeah. have turned. She's all day, all night, <laughs> but let's find out if she gets it. Uh, this is a woman. She's drunk. She's wearing a Pearl Jam shirt. Jake is drunk, and this is question number two. Can you name one song? My Religion. Losing My Religion. Isn't that Pearl Jam? Oh, mm-hmm. no. Oh, my God. Oh, that is not right. That doesn't even sound nearly... Oh, uh, my God. That's, uh, wow. I think she's thinking of oh, R.E.M. Oh, right yeah. there. Yep. Oh, boy. She is confused. I mean, I get it. If I mean, she's sexually confused. She's confused, she's right? She's actually Jake. confused. She's all, all the blood flows going to her genitals. Yeah, clearly, she, she can't, can't think of the answer. She's a bad name. Remember? I like how Jake with the confidence, and I don't even think Jake. Jake, are you messing with her now, or did you think she got that one right? Because no, you, I was messing with her. Are you I just sure? To make sure she. Look, I want her to feel confident uh, going forward. Listen to this. Listen to Jake's response. My religion, losing my religion. Isn't that Pearl Jam? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 
There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey, All right. You're doing so great. All right. Well, hey, good for you. You got you're that so one. Pretty. You got you're that so one right. So here we go now. All you got to do is get this last one right, and the game is over, and you win. If you get it wrong, we give your ticket to someone else. So this is your access to Pizza and a Band with us just after Thanksgiving in the 1975. Take a listen. Thank you. See, you That's pretty it. awesome, huh? Yeah. Big Pearl Jam fan. Yeah, I just can't think of any of their songs right now because it's late. Can you tell me I... where Pearl Jam is from? All right, that's the last question. Hmm. Final question. Where is Pearl Jam from? Outside of Nirvana, perhaps. Biggest Seattle <laughs> band, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, but I bigger. could see if you don't know their lead singer or one of their songs, <laughs> if you wouldn't know where they're from either. Yeah, it's possible, but I don't know. She seems like she's from Seattle. The way she talks. <laughs> what does that mean? What? Don't worry about it, Jake. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Jake's from there. He takes that personally. Uh, all right. Will she get it right or will she get it wrong? It's the last question. Do you know the band on your shirt? Will she know where Pearl Jam's from? No, she won't. Mm. Okay. If she does, call it 20. Call us immediately. If she does not, we'll see you for Pizza in a Band, number five with the 1975. Take a listen. Can you tell me where Pearl Jam is from? I'm thinking Hawaii. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's for their honeymoon. Oh, that's great. Wow. Uh, that is not right. Because there's, there's a lot of oysters and pearls there in Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. This one. Yeah, that's just... my guess. Oh, okay. Because they like, they love pearls. It's one of their favorite gems. First, I, I mean. <laughs> first, I don't you know. caught me off guard here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right. Gosh, okay. She's getting this nervous. is fun. Oh. Yeah. Pearl. This is fun. Her and Jake have a right. Oh, oh my God. The sexual Rega- tension Rega- is a bell Rega- Regardless about what's going on there, listen to like nerd porn, but you, uh, <laughs> you got yours. All right. Okay. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. Pearl Jim. That's hilarious. Okay, man. Whatever. Congratulations. Uh, John, we'll see you for Pizza in a Band number five with the 1975. All right? Come hungry. Awesome. All right, we'll see you there. Hold on one second. Right. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You think about life. I would imagine most regrets people have. If you are one of the people that lives, I know there's a lot of people that say things like, you don't live life with regrets. The only thing you regret is the things you don't do, not the things you do, and da-da-da-da-da. I would imagine most people's regrets are financial-based or relationship-based. I was thinking back to... Or opportunity-based. Yeah, a opportunity. big, oppor- big opportunity right. in your career. Big job, or maybe there's a big move, and you're like, I'm going to play it safe, or I'm not ready to do this, and then you regret, or, you know, whatever. It could have been, should have been, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just think Omar could have gone a completely different direction in his life. He ended up, you know, getting married to his high school sweetheart. 
girl mm-hmm. he lost his virginity to. Now, if Omar didn't settle down and, and, and make that move, who knows? This guy could be plowing all over the town. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me, dude. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I would be doing. Plowing be plowing all that kind over of guy. the town. <laughs> Just all over the town. His nickname would be Omar Brown Long yeah. Plow Town. Plow Town Plow Town. <laughs> so, wanted to hear from you as well. 800-520-1067. Text line you can call. Uh, what are, if, if On average, you got to think about your life. You go, all right, here's the four things I would have done differently or the four major regrets. That's what they claim. On average, most people have four. Yes, they said that average person admits that they have made four wrong major decisions in your life that they feel would have changed the trajectory of the tra- trajectory of their entire life had they chosen a different path. Four times. Now you could argue that it's all compounded, right? So if you made one of those decisions, it would have potentially not even given you the others because every decision yes, potentially right. leads to something else. The whole concept of that uh, book, which I think was a movie or a movie then a book called Yes Man, uh, where like the guy just said for a year, I'm just going to say yes to everything. Doesn't matter what the opportunity is, I'm just saying yes because. And he had sex with that old lady. Oh, uh, did he really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, didn't you watch the movie? No. Oh, it's funny. Oh, well, now I've now you've ruined it. <laughs> so well, anyway. You didn't uh, make the decision to watch it. I, I couldn't come up with four. I have three three major decision regrets that I've made that I can definitely, that I think about on a regular basis. Okay, yeah, I've got I've got four, I mean, but mainly that there's two big ones that I think about regularly. Why don't you start... And then we'll get over to the calls as well. 800-520-1067 to join. Well, the first uh, one that I, I talk about, I've talked about before is that I sold my guitar for weed. I had a really nice guitar that I got as a gift. And I could have sat down and applied myself and learned the guitar. I already sang beautifully. I could have started a music career potentially. But I decided to be friends with a bunch of stoners and I was broke. And we were trying to figure out a way to get weed. So I decided, you know what? Why don't we go to this local pawn shop? And I sold my guitar for $100 and I smoked a quarter ounce of weed with that money instead. And I always regret that decision. I think most people that still have their guitar regret that they didn't take that deal that you have. That seems like a pretty (laughs) sweet deal right there. I mean. It well, lasted th- us at least a few days. You, you know, it's funny because you think about it, it was minor at the time. You sold a guitar $100, you bought weed with it. But had you really... If I had just noodled, noodled right. around like, on the guitar, these... it was just there. I was thinking about that when I was seeing Muse. You know, like uh, at some point, right, they made the choice to continue as a band and like keep going. And I'm sure there was times where like, ah, what do we? What do you say we sell this stuff? We do yeah. something different. Just Maybe. something, and it's not like a major life decision, but it kind of is. Like, right. my life could have been a lot different if I hadn't done that. Yeah, but you could say that about anything, right? Like, you could have said, uh, if you had applied yourself to, like, playing soccer when you were a kid, you'd be, you know, on one mm. of those female soccer teams now making the same as guys. <laughs> I could have be shirt- shirtless be pulled, doing right. goals. So what about that, you? Uh, I have another one, but it's a longer story. I had an opportunity at one point. It was under false pretenses, and I'm too, my morals got in the way. I had an opportunity to be involved in a uh, crime ring threesome with a mother and a daughter, <laughs> and really? I and I didn't do it, and I kind of. I feel it. so bad for you. I and I, re- <laughs> I regret it. You will time. rebuild. Actually, I don't think you ever did. No, I mean I think about that as an opportunity that got away from me. It was. Uh, uh, they thought they thought I was in. I was interviewing a band. They thought I was in the band. So it was under the. They they were, they were confused, and I realized that they knew that I, they didn't think I was just on the radio. They didn't care about that. They thought I was in a band, so they were- What in, band? Uh, I think it was Judah and the Lion. Oh. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. 
and they just thought I was a member. And I don't even think they cared. They just thought it was going to be this cool thing to do something with like, someone. Are you the lion? Because yeah. you have so much hair. Yeah. They thought I was the lion. You're the That's mascot. pretty recent. Weren't you married then? They thought I was the Jew from Judah and the Lion. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was also, right, yes, I was also not married then, but I think I was in a relationship but I also look so at that so you wish you had cheated no I don't no, 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 no. I, I, oh, I regret decisions. oh man I was faithful like an idiot well yeah I regret it because what are the odds that, that ever happens Allie it's like a one in a billion shot right and, and you uh, think in hindsight that it would have been good to just live, live a little and do it yeah, would have yeah. changed my life for the better. I didn't think. weren't there a lot of other decisions? Like, weren't you supposed to go into business with one of your friends, and then you didn't, and then he ended up being like a multimillionaire? So yes, someone did offer me a chance to get involved uh, in a business. I think I had to give ten thousand dollars, which I didn't have, but I probably could have come come up with it. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to pass on that. And everyone else who got in, I think, uh, cashed out at like three to five million dollars. <laughs> oh my god! And I did not. <laughs> That's that one I regret. But the threesome guys. But the threesome's number one <laughs> by far. That's number one. And then, uh, and then in a less big regret, when when um, Google came out with Google Circle, which was their stupid social media <laughs> thing, I made a decision that the, that I was going to really, really commit that was to the circle. one I was going to commit to because I got into I got in late to everything else, and I and I really fought hard on that Google Circle thing until yeah, it finally you're crashed. You're really and trying burned. to build your following. Yeah, those were the yeah. one. Those are maybe the three of the bigger ones that I have. Well, I I'm uh, just saying. I remember when I was in acting school and in senior year. That's a regret. Allie went to acting <laughs> no, no, no. school. No, no, I went Great to acting regret. school. That's the biggest regret ever. You were. Right, yeah, I guess so. No, I I, I had. <laughs> They, they took us all to L.A. to do a big showcase. And it was like this moment where you're supposed to perform for all these agents and casting directors. It was supposed to be kind of your impetus into the future, right? And after the showcase, I went to every person that had gone to the show to give them my headshot and resume and, like, you know, make it in Los Angeles, right? And I went up to one agency. There was no parking, so I double parked. I went upstairs to drop off my resume. I was really, really nervous. I said, hi, I'm here for, you know, I'm all just shaking, paper shaking. The agent, shaky, shaky, shaky. shaky, shaky. She comes out and she goes, oh, hey, I saw you at the showcase yesterday. You were great. I went, oh, thank you. And she goes, do you have a minute? We can do a quick meeting. It'd be great to just chat with you. And I said, I can't. I'm double parked. Oh, you idiot. And I left and I didn't what get is an, that about? Yes, because I didn't uh, want to get a El ticket. Chipo parking. didn't want to get a ticket, yes. so she had an opportunity. And I had, I mean, thinking about this now, like I stayed in New York. I then right. eventually, but like I kind of had a totally different life. That and I could have hopes I got crushed, yeah. right? And maybe I, maybe I got signed by this person. Like yeah. a lot of people go to LA for all these right. hopes and dreams, right? And I, I had an opportunity, and I completely threw it away because I didn't want my car to get towed. Well, that idiot's moving her car. Let's meet this other woman named Tina Fey. Come in here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Armando, you're on K-Rock. Uh, on average, four big decisions that we would have made differently changed the trajectory of our lives forever. What was uh, one of yours? Well, it wasn't four, but big time Debbie Downer at DUI. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the DUI. Yeah, buddy, that got one of those on St. Paddy's Day. And I don't think his life ever recovered from that, to be honest. I mean, well, and it's, yeah. such a, well, it's like a split decision, like, you know what, I'll be fine. Right. Yeah, and then look how how much right. weight it carries later on. Oof, yeah, that's here's a rough the one. decision that I regret. Yep. It was I drank all day, took a nap or slept. When I woke up, it was about ten thirty ish. I go tell my son, um, "Hey, I'll be right back. I'm gonna head out with the guys." And he goes, "Dad, just stay home." Oh, so I had a decision man. to make yeah. right then and there. 
Yeah, you're thinking to yourself, I just slept a little bit. I'm probably fine. And then, boom, game over. Tanner, you're on K-Rock. Biggest, one of the biggest regrets you have in life. What's up? Uh, my biggest regret is definitely during that whole AMC GameStop, like uh, going up, going down. I put in uh, like two grand into it, and I sold when it went down. And I looked back later, and it went way up, and I would have had $28,000. Oh, man. Wow, you're never going to recover. You will never recover. Omar, do you have any regrets in life? Um, uh, you know, I had an opportunity I mean, when <laughs> Kevin and Bean went away. I could have gone with him. But I <laughs> sat here in the seat and uh, no, every morning. Th- th- there is there is a regret. Is uh, my one of my regrets that I'm working on right now is that I'm working too much and I feel like you know that I've missed key parts of my children's lives. But now I'm deciding to work a little bit less so I could be there for those. Yeah, we key can moments. tell. Actually, Aww. we could use some new uh, production. <laughs> <on the show>. <laughs> <laughs> you can look a little higher. This was not a move I did ahead of time because, you know, like most people. You don't plan. Live here. I have zero planning. I think I have an umbrella somewhere. I never know where it is. Like, I never throw it out when I move because I'm like. Even if they try to warn us. Yeah, I don't believe it. It's like, all right, well. I've lost all faith in all weather people. Sorry, don't trust you. Don't trust your Dopplers. I know they do things to try to let us know that the Dopplers are better. Like, they've got the. Doppler Mega Radar 1700, and then someone else is like, well, we've got the Doppler Storm Center 4000, and they, they try to kind of, but I also know that's just all made up. None of that means anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I do think there is science behind it, but I think because we've been wronged so many times, and because we're pretty spoiled when it comes to weather, yeah. you don't really think about weather at all. So I didn't really take into account that when it started raining, obviously, all the streets were get pretty flooded, at least the ones around me. And then as a result, everything got super muddy. And uh, so every time I was taking the dog out, that's the most annoying part about having a dog. Omar, I know you're a new dog owner. Mm-hmm. Jay Kibby's been around you, so I don't think Kibby ever has to touch the ground anyway. She but does not it's like the, the rain. It's the concept of the the rain with the dog. It's the one time I really hate having a dog more than anything else. That's the time. Well, that especially I hate because it. you have to deal with getting when once they come back in. That's the that's the issue, right? So, especially if you try and take them to like a dog park. I remember when I was a dog walker, and then I had to I had to still walk the dog right. for forty five minutes because I was being paid to, and then I would have to get them back in my car. Right, and you know they, 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 they hit that uh, weird zoomies thing when they get in from the rain, and all they want to do is like ru- rub Run mud around, and dirt yeah. all over your house, <laughs> yeah. like it's. So I was at Costco earlier this week. Lucky me, lo and behold, Costco, my saving grace, had like uh, some sort of a like a big oversized kind of like you know industry style inside doormat that you put inside your door and as a result whenever you come in whatever like a rain mat so right, i was like okay. this is going to save everything so i got <laughs> it i go home i put it down and then five minutes later i walk by it's gone and i'm like what is going on here so i find that it. it's like rolled up on the side i put it back down again and my i hear my wife yell she goes stop putting that ugly thing in the house you know because it was it's obviously meant for like a and you're like it, i'm right here <laughs> don't call me an ugly thing you married me <laughs> so she goes um so it's something that's industrial. It's meant like for like a yeah, mechanic what, or something. Right. right. But whatever, dude. Yeah. It does. It yeah, of serves, course. It's going to prevent the mess from coming in your house. Serves the purpose. I say, you know what's for ugly sure. is muddy uh, paw prints all over the effing place. Totally. This is great. And I thought I would be a hero. And she'd be like, wow, what a forward thinker. You, you solved the problem. <laughs> and of course, she's like, this thing is hideous. Get it out of here. And I go. And you're what? like, I know, but that's not the point. I go, it's, it's not. Listen, we're not trying to win an award here for. Uh, we're not trying to be in Home and Gardens magazine. We're trying Plus, to put, no one's o- over. I, that's what I say. It's you and me, a couple of kids. They don't have opinions yet. And the dogs. Well, they don't, what do they and just care? Just for a couple days. And that's the other thing I said. I said, this is temporary. And she says to me, and she says this in all seriousness. 
She goes, you know what's an easier solution is getting the dog boots. <laughs> what? <laughs> getting the dog boots? And I said to her, you got to be out of your effing mind. I said, do you really think that's an easier solution? Hold on. Are we talking about rain boots or like designer boots? She's probably talking about designer. <laughs> no. she, said, no. she said to me, and all, she goes, no, this is why. She goes, this is why people have boots for their dogs. And I said, what do you mean people have boots for their dogs? Like a person has boots for their dog. She goes, no. She goes, people have them. And I and she goes, I think that's and and I said to her, are you arguing that putting rain boots on a dog is as is a better solution? Is as good of a solution as putting a mat down that and she goes, Yeah, they're probably equal. And no, I go, no, e- no, I go, no. equal. <laughs> they're probably I said, equal. if you were to look over how much money has been spent over the years on doormat, it's gotta be in the gazillions of dollars. Yeah. I, I bet you dog boots for dogs, that's probably like a thousand dollar industry maybe because i <laughs> no, know what happens pe- you, dogs don't want to put them on and then if they do put them on they just they chew them off and they eat them yeah well i think the process of putting booties on a dog is both cumbersome and hilarious and most people just do it for the video of the dog walking around the kitchen going like clack, 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 that, yeah. and that's the problem that's yeah, I, it's really think, funny so i think her knowledge of this is i don't think just there's com- any use for them it's just instagram it's it's all it is is reels right she's looking at instagram reels she sees funny dogs dancing in boots and she assumes <laughs> that's the world we live in and i'm trying to explain to her this mat is going to do a lot more good for us but no one's and i'll tell it- you what you'll use a lot less dog boots yeah, dog boots that are ma- yeah. never going to get used. No, and ever. then you're going to lose one, and then the whole thing it falls apart. So like, lo- so that that was the conversation. I thought it was done. We'd moved on. I thought I won this one, you know. And then did she buy boots? Well, this morning as I'm leaving to go to work, there's a box outside the door, and I'm thinking no. to myself, "You got to be effing." Amazon's delivering now. Twenty, they're delivering in the middle of the night. Apparently now they just yeah, can't they keep are. up. So I'm like, "What is this?" And I open it up, and of course, it's a pair of. It's a pair of effing dog. Four, <laughs> not a pair, two pairs. Excuse me, four. Wait a minute, hold but, on. Why wouldn't they give you all four? You have no, to buy two no, pairs. No, there's, there's four. There's, okay, I guess, okay. I guess that's sorry. Sell them, El Cheapo was getting a bear yeah, set with that. Dog, <laughs> so I got now. I have these dog boots, but of course now I don't think it's probably ever going to rain again. Here. Right, exactly. Now so, they're completely useless. <laughs> so I'm so agitated at this. And I'm hoping because she didn't know Plus, this. Plus, also another point is if you put the booties on and then take them off, whatever. Yeah, their paws are clean, but the rest of their body is still wet. Still right. It's still which the mat's not going to solve that issue anyway. But still, the yeah, idea... but you can shake them out on the mat. You know what right. I mean? How like do you, you can towel them off. Sh- yeah, shake you shake, shake a shake. I was shake a shake. Man, some so, of these go for sixty bucks. Yeah. So oh that's the God. question. I have no idea what these cost yet. I was going to look into it, but like this mat at Costco, I think it was like seven bucks or something. You know. And I said, there's no way these dog boots would cost me less than $50, oh, right? Oh, yeah, no way. Because uh-huh. there's four of them. And they'll never fit right. Well, what you got to assume one's going to get lost immediately on the first walk. You're going to be down to three right away. The dog will probably eat one, too. So you're going to be down to two of them. Yeah. It's and like then a never-ending cycle. No, no, no. I have had to put dog, because I was a dog walker, I had to put dog boots on dogs of owners that were very adamant about it because they were obsessive about their apartments, and it was always the worst. Yeah. They never fit right. The dog is not comfortable taking them off when they get in. You're trying to take them off as quickly as possible because all they want to do is run in the house when they get back in, and you have to try and get them back to the door to take the dog booties off. It's a whole mess. Also, the best thing about a dog is like when dogs step in other dog crap, which they do a lot of times, it somehow doesn't, they know how to like step properly where it yeah. doesn't actually get in their paws. But like if the dog's wearing 
legitimate like rain booties. boots. Yeah. That, that's going to be all covered in other dog. It's, it's my life. It's like oh, a daily So how basis. many days have you argued about this? This has been going on now for, I don't know, when did it rain here? Three days ago? It's been going on like all week. And then now, wow. and then finally I was like, all right, well, at least she understands my point. And then lo and behold, I show up this morning, effing dog boots sitting outside my door. So anyway, we give those away to Clock 20 right oh, now. Great. If you want some dog boots. <laughs> This is a woman. I don't know what kind of talk show this is. It's definitely not in this country. Maybe right. Australia. Take a listen. I, I feel like I've heard of everything. I've never even heard of this before. This is something. I don't even know if this would be considered a fetish or not. This was the conversation they were having. And I want to know if you've ever even heard of this before. If not you, maybe Jake has because he's got the invisible girlfriend. But listen right. to this. My ex-boyfriend uh, from many years ago used to always say, I want to have sex with all of you. And so he would try and have sex with the back of my knee. And at the time, I thought it was really <laughs> flattering. And now I realize how weird that is. <laughs> the, the back of the knee, huh? The back of the knee. Weren't you saying that this was a hot commodity? Who? You were. No, no. Remember I, we were talking we were to talking armpit to, guy. I asked yeah. him. He's that's the guy who likes to lick armpits. That's his fetish. And, and you I, said, does he also like right, the armpit he, of the the of armpit the, of the leg, right. which is the back of the knee? And he said, no, of course not. Never even thought of that, weirdo. So I didn't. But, but this you have. Is, no, I only only because I would think. It, don't put. This Are you on into me. this, Klein? Oh boy, here we go. Is this? Are they talking about you on the show? <laughs> This is my newest Wait, appearance. Do you do this? I you like on, the back knee? I was on the show of the back knee. Listen. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. How would that work? Like, so like, okay, I'll give you a visual. I don't know if you're going to use socials for this. But basically, <laughs> he would make me bend my knee, and he would try and stick his <laughs> behind my knee. Behind. I don't think there's a better use for socials ever than that. Interesting. For the record. Huh. So she would... Uh, First that of all, this is... seems very difficult. It does seem difficult, and I can't... I'm just trying yeah. to figure out where the... Well, there's no pleasure for her, obviously. Uh, no, no, I don't think there's any kind of pleasure zone behind the knee. Uh, and I think it's kind of tickly, isn't it? Yeah, once again, I don't know. That's why I'm curious if no, has anyone you, ever uh, heard of when this. When you did it, how well, did you feel? I never did. <laughs> yeah. I never did. Do you lube the knee? Uh, yeah, of course. It's a weird Sally. position you, you got to get into. Yeah. you got to find gotta the hunched over, huh? The erogeny yeah, zone. Yeah, where do you... I don't even think being on your knees is Yeah, that's the... I, I can't even fathom how you would... Uh, be able to do this. That, that's that's. I wrong. guess the right. What position would the girl be laying on her side on the bed, and the guy would be like missionary on uh, top? Uh huh. Let me think about this for a second. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the answer. Behind it, <laughs> like that. Anyway, he could make a crease. Yeah. Oh wow. And this, I mean, I was in a relationship with this guy for hey, six years. That's so, fine. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I was there. They, they just Who's brought your a, previous They job? just brought a pizza to set. Uh, uh, nothing to do with the meeting. Wow. Yeah, that does sound like And this, I mean, I was in a relationship. That's Australian me right there. Uh, <laughs> I have six years, so, yeah. Oh, your poor knee. Uh, so, <laughs> good point. So It's it, just shaved. Yeah, it's just poor. It's so I, uh, I feel like I've never heard of it. I'm always blown away when I th- when I hear something that I've never heard of before. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how, and, and if this guy's, if this woman's talking about it, there's thousands of other people that are doing this. Uh, millions, maybe. No. To me, think- it sounds like a teenage boy fantasy. You know what I mean? When you're super horny and you'll have sex with anything. Yes, you know that's what I mean? the that's mindset. What it like. It's like, what yeah. can I stick? Where, she, where can yeah. I put this? She said right. they were together six years. So are that's you crazy. so bored after six years that you've like moved on to back of knee? Like you're or so bored with the original Did it start stuff? from there? Like, one like of those- when in the relationship was the knee sex 
Right. Debuting. Like she didn't want to give it up at first, so she, he's like, how about the knee? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he yes. liked it. I am chaste. This, I want to wait until marriage. This Fine. Is, I'm going to F your knee. <laughs> uh, uh, My knee is not a virgin. Uh, this, once again, I don't. Uh, very funny. 818 says he broke her chair knee. Yeah. That's not exactly right. 714 <laughs> said he found her knee spot. Uh, <laughs> okay. You guys got jokes. This is the word. I just want to warn you. If you don't like that cringy feeling that you get, and I can only compare this to other wedding speeches I've sat through because there's a certain level of cringe that happens at a wedding speech that you can tell is going nowhere and is going to take a long time to get there. And, and you, you can't help the person. You, you just have to let help. them flail. You just hope to God your seat is behind a giant centerpiece so you can kind of hide behind an overpriced bouquet of flowers mm-hmm. because at that point... And you also have to hope that you did the move, which is right before the wedding speeches start, you get like nine drinks waiting at the table for you so that you can just sit there. Or bring the bottle of wine from the bar. This is a pretty bad one. It's starting to go a bit viral right now. I think it's actually north of 10 million views last we checked. It's been growing pretty rapidly. But um, this was a speech that was given at a wedding. I guess I should point out that this is a, uh, uh, by the way, the woman speaking, she's the sister of, uh, no, she's just a friend. I, I think believe. just the best friend. Yeah. So she's given a speech to her best friend who is marrying a man. This is an interracial couple. Yeah. I believe it's a white woman marrying a black man. You need that information because in <laughs> oh, the speech no. at some point <laughs> yes, she attempts to do something which I think is it's definitely not humor. So I'm trying to figure out what it would be. Is it a, oh my goodness? She doesn't do what Jake did. Oh, she goes way beyond <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, she kind of does actually. She uh, does snaps. Oh yeah, Omar. She's doing snaps. Omar, have that uh, Jake on the ready because it's almost okay. similar. This is uh, we've cut through a lot of this. Uh, you know, this goes on way longer than we're going to give you. Only going to give you a minute of the highlights of it. And the video portion is up on our socials All at right. Klein Alley Show you if you'd like to see the watch visual. along. But th- this is if you're sitting in traffic now. Prepare yourself to be a part of the worst wedding speech I think I've ever uh, witnessed in my life. Hi, I'm Shannon. I've known Tracy for... No offense, but as soon as she said, I'm Shannon, we should have all known it was going to go downhill. Thanks, Shannon. Good to <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the end of that. Especially uh, when you do it with that sings, I'm like, hey, hi. I'm Shannon. But like right out of the gate, you would think at least usually the first, I don't know, 20 seconds, you got a great, it's almost a clean cut, I'm Shannon. I've known the bride for this long. We met in college, whatever. She even trips up for four seconds in now, and she already kind of loses her way a little bit. Hi, I'm Shannon. I've known Tracy for... Oh, God. I think so. I started the more story there. So I don't quite know Anthony that well. So it's a really weird way to start. She immediately goes up and discredits herself as even someone that should be speaking. I've known her for, I don't know, and then someone else tries to help her. And she's like, four years? And she's like, well, I guess I don't really know her that well. It's a strange way to get going. No, she said she doesn't know the groom that well. Oh, doesn't know the groom that well. She was going, but it's still not good. She was going back and forth about how well she knew the bride. Then she said that she didn't know him at all. I think people (laughs) get invited to weddings, and then they, and then if they, God forbid, speak, I think sometimes people realize very quickly this person should have not even been invited. Like they think they were a special part of their life, and they realize really quickly, like wow. But you can tell in the desperate language sometimes that they're trying to make some kind of connection that's not really there. I think she wanted to wing it and it does not go great. Tell death to his party, Anthony. Seriously. You better take care of my girl. Because if you don't, I know where you live. <laughs> I 
got a very strange reaction. Oh, no. Wow. Better take care of my girl. Because if you don't, I know where you live. And it didn't Which get... is a joke that's been told so many times right. in these speeches. But also, like, sh- her delivery of it was atrocious. And it's it just the reaction and from And given the... half the audience... They were it, like, uh... They were like, okay, what are you... <laughs> just kidding. Love the just kidding. She throws in the... I'm not really going to kill you. Just kidding. JK. <laughs> I'm not really going to kill you. Um... <laughs> But yeah, you guys are so cute. Like, you're a part of the family. I swear to God, like, I'm not gonna be racist, you guys. I'm just saying, okay. What is that? But that even the part of like you're a part of the family now, you can tell she either doesn't like this guy or doesn't know him or know their relationship at all. No, but seriously, like part of the family. You're part of the family now. I'm not going to be racist. I'm not going to be racist. You know racist. who says that stuff? is like racist, racist people, yeah. usually. I'm not racist, but. <laughs> I'm going to be racist, okay? No. Oh, my just God. Kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. Oh. Of course, you guys are going to get the like animational comments. Oh no, seriously, you guys are outstepping the stereotype, and I love it. Like, you guys are outstepping the stereotype, I love and it. And I love it. What's the stereotype? Why is she saying that in 2022? Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just curious. Of like, course you're going to get the people going, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you freak. Is the theme for this wedding 1947? Like, <laughs> what is going on here? I, this is a wedding that happened recently, very yes. recently. So it's such a strange thing. Like to interracial say, couple. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> clearly, you're surrounded by all of your friends and family. You would think Who these support are all you? support you on this big day, and huh? And then she follows it up with this. But you guys, I swear, I love black people. Oh you- no! Guys. I swear, I love black people. What a strange thing to throw into the speech. And you can see the wedding guests like looking to- at each other, like, "What is this?" Where? You guys, I swear, Living Color was a great show. Uh. <laughs> just listing things. I one time bought a Fubu sweatshirt in high school. Swear <laughs> to God, guys, swear. Guys are the boots. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What man, is, is going so on? Guys are the boots. I oh, hope. I hope her blood alcohol level is like twenty five times the legal limit. God, I hope if she's not sober for her. Bless you. What was that? Her closer. Bless Bless. you, black. And then she—that's it. Mic drop and out. Bless you. That's one of those. Let's hurry up and get the applause going to end this thing because it would have gone forever. The video portion of that it is equally cringe, even maybe more so, is up at uh, the socials right now. Just as a general PSA, if you're going to speak at any wedding, regardless of the type of wedding, come up with a reason why you shouldn't speak. Don't go up there and do that. That Or, like, I think at that point you need to have, like, a spotter. You need to have somebody who's going to drag you down and Omar, just say, would you cut the mic? she's done. Would you, uh, you're the guy, you're like a wedding DJ. So the question is, if that were to happen, and I'm sure you've witnessed some bad ones, it's just kind of. Oh, I have. You, oh, you'll, actually, cut, you'll cut I, the mic? Well, I, I, I don't, I have to go and, you know, talk to the groom or I take a look, you know, I look over at the groom and the bride. If they give me like the cut sign, you know, where they motion, you know, their hand across their neck, then Oscar I'll go music. and say, okay, that's enough. <laughs> you and then, play you know, them off? Rip the mic. 
That's no, a, I, I've done that too. I've done that too, but that doesn't go over well because I don't. They try to make a funny joke, or then they get really ticked off and like, "Nope, you can't play me off." And then they get all in, you know, all. Is it mean. usually just because they're drunk? So much going. Oh, thank you. There they go. That's the uh, drunk best <laughs> no, friend again. No, I finish, man. Remember what she said. Remember, she's not racist. All right, but now you're entree. That's- no, most of the time people have taken the time to write something, you know, but sometimes it goes a little too long and, you know, the bride and groom are like, okay, that's enough. But then, yeah, they get mad at me because, you know, they took the time to write everything out and they're just going to take their time. Uh, I was at a wedding once where the speech was really spot on. It was a great speech, went on for like three minutes, perfect length, and everyone gave this person a lot of credit. And then it came out years later that he paid someone to write the speech. Nice. Hired a speechwriter. <laughs> And everyone uh, was like uh, taken aback by that, and I thought that was like a genius move. Uh-huh. Like, uh, like uh, you know, fine, some stranger wrote the nice words, but they had it all. Like, nice, tight three minutes. Guy crushed the room. Great. I, he, I can't believe he revealed that secret. We would have carried that to the grave with you. This woman did uh, did not have a writer. I just want to point that out. No, she it's had James no Corden. No. Her, oh, her writer was Corden. <laughs> oh, we could do bamboozled now. We could break down a few scams going on, including a Netflix scam that people are falling for. There's a uh, online buying and selling scam that's pretty hot these days, and the uh, student loan forgiveness scam that's been circling. That's all coming up potentially in bamboozled. Or we could just call Allie's cheating wife right now, and Allie could break it down that she hates the cheating food. wife. Cheating. Oh, that's, right. that's Jake's cheating vote. That's, that's one vote. We don't one even vote. Make a chant one, about it. one vote. Cheating wife. It is kind of a cool chant. <laughs> uh, Omar, you want to vote cheating wife or bamboozled? I mean, they're both kind of bamboozled I don't of know sorts. I'll answer you guys. I say we at least try. All right. Here's cheating wife. Cheating wife. Let me call her. I found this phone number on a bathroom wall, so I assume it's her. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and dial uh, Allie's cheating wife. Is she alone with the kid right now? Yes, that's why I don't know if she has her phone with her. So great if like you should like seven women answer. Hi, you wanna, you wanna eat some of the lunch? No, I'm not trying that. That's it looks gross. <laughs> Look. And I, this is a, a live dinnervention taking place. Dinnervention. You need to do this with anyone in your family, uh, that cooks something and they think you like it and you hate it. You just you let us know. Dinnervention. We'll get to the bottom of that once and for all. She probably probably can't cover the phone right now. Cause blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Come on. Try, te- try texting her. A lot of people don't answer this phone number because it says K-Rock and they don't want to answer. <laughs> Understandably. I wouldn't answer. No, of course not. <laughs> it used to be like a radio station's calling me. Maybe I won tickets to something. It's like, you're now, not going to fire me right now. No, it's like, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't fire me if they I don't answer. You can talk to me. <laughs> work here, she doesn't want to answer. <laughs> going to answer you guys. Oh, no, we can't. Oh, oh, damn it. Hello? Hello. Oh, there she We're on the air. Hold on. It's Ellie's cheating wife. <laughs> Hold on one second. I got a pop. Who is that? Oh. What the? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is that? Are you at home? Hold on. I got to put yeah. the guys these way. Uh, what's in the background there? Who are those people? I was, I was watching a training. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Good excuse like you're running a training. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Ali, we it's just a great train joke hi. on your wife. No, we didn't. Allie, tell her what's up. Hi. Hi. What's up? Well, you know how you were really, really nice and made lunch for for both of us this week? <laughs> yeah. And um, it was, a, I guess, some what kind you of... you hate. You think I... Okay. That's what I was actually going to say to you is that... How do you know that? 
She, I think she said, which you ate. Oh, which I ate. No. Yeah. Okay. Ah! Ah! I haven't. I've been. Ah! I've been. Ah! <laughs> how, did you know, how did you know I ate it? Okay. I've been eating it all week, and it, I don't like it very much. I know. How do you I know? know you don't. Oh, because you knew that? I knew that, and I did say hate with an H. Oh, okay. Ah. okay. That sounds funny. <laughs> How do you know I don't like it? Well, you didn't say anything. No. And, and I don't know. I can just tell the things that I don't mind eating that aren't that fabulous. I know you just have no tolerance for. Well, she's been shoveling in her mouth every day at work because she don't want to waste food because you know she's so cheap. But she's like gagging it down. I know, every day. and I've been saying <laughs> I feel gagging? bad because you, you, like, were so nice to make lunch for us this week, and I know it was like a big process for you because you, you know, you spend a lot of time. It's it's like a stressful thing for you to do this, and I didn't want to say anything because I figured you'd never make lunch again. Uh, that's probably true, but <laughs> even if you liked it, I probably will never make lunch again. Okay. <laughs> So that was the. So you knew Allie didn't like it, but you weren't gonna. But you didn't tell her you knew that. You were gonna let her continue to pretend she liked it. Yeah, sure. I mean, I didn't really care back in the day. I would have been really, really upset and right. like thrown right. a tantrum and thought I was the worst person in the world right. and can't do anything right. But I don't really care. So, she honey, says you're that. You're, e- <laughs> you're eating this every day, and you know it's bad. I like it. What? People, I want you to try some added, of this, it, People have that. I it's like it's like people with their own farts. Yeah, everyone thinks their own farts smell great, but to everyone else they smell terrible. People right. do this with cooking with all the time. They, yeah, they're like, you got to try. This is the best chili I've ever. Famous they, for these meatballs. Yeah, and and like, it's like, oh, it's terrible. And people right. think they they because they believe their own hype. So you think it's good, really? Yeah, I mean it's not great, but it's definitely mm-hmm. edible. It's totally fine. Just add some hot sauce to it if you want. You can <laughs> okay, that's the secret what I've been right doing. There. Yeah, uh, the rice is very crispy. I don't know. If... <laughs> well, <laughs> you can see her face when she eats it. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that's j- the recipe's fault. Yeah, I said to cook the rice and bake it, uh, and then it was crispy. Jake claims that whenever Allie takes a bite, because he watches her do it, she goes like she makes this thing where she she takes a deep breath before she takes a bite, <laughs> and then she kind of goes like, um, um, and like put like swallows it down, like almost like you have to hide it, like a, like I'm hiding a pill for a dog or something. Oh my god, Allie, it's not that bad. You're so dramatic. Okay, well she, I don't know what there's like there's like p- p- tomato fine. paste in Taste this. Taste it. Klein. I'm not tasting it. Taste it. I'm not tasting it. I'm not tasting it. Yeah, we need a third no, party. The, the whole thing has been so... We need somebody it, who's impartial I'm going to tell you right now. When this spoon is clean. I, I yeah. smelled this Just thing. Just try it, dude. She, she opened it. I don't want to try it. Just try I'll it. it. Okay, Jake have Jake Bring go Jake in there. Yeah, have Jake, Jake yeah. you try it. I'm not trying it. And Jake, smell it? I smelled it yesterday when you when you ripped it open in the studio and it, or the hallway and it made the whole place stink. Terrible. It can't be that bad. It smells like summer dumpster. It does. Did you heat it? No, go on. No, Jake, I'm not heating it. Jake the Nerd's going to give oh it a God, shot. Way too much to Hold on, Jake the Nerd. This is a, a live yeah. intervention happening. Jake, by the way, Jake doesn't eat properly. Like, he's, he's, a, I probably hasn't had a meal in three days. So this is, has like rice, corn, black beans, and Yeah, yeah just give it a shot. Be like, give it an honest, give, give, be, give an honest it feedback. It sounds good. Yeah, hold on. You need to heat it. Jake, be honest, because you don't eat much. So, like, I feel like you're just happy it's food. I could eat that. Really? So you, For a whole yeah. week? You're okay with that? Yeah, I'll what, eat that. What do you what do you, what do you give it? Like a one, like on a, dude. If it's that, it if tastes it's like not, nothing. It just tastes like paste. 
Oh, okay. Wait a minute. That's not <laughs> good. Good review right there. That's not good. Uh, it tastes like paste. All right, you nailed it. Good, there it is. I gotta tell you. What? I gotta tell you. So it, it, it tastes like for, paste. It called for green chilies. Yeah. And I forgot to buy them. So okay. all right. we had was Thai chili paste. And oh, it's expired. Well, there you have it. So you mm, made no, a Mexican casserole with Thai chili paste. It's, it's expired, too. All right, cool. cool. Well, there's that. All right. All right, Jake gave it a uh, Listen, that's a, good, uh, that's a good catchphrase for your cookbook. It tastes like paste. <laughs> We gotta take a quick break. Love you. All of you potheads, burnouts, stoners, maybe you were told by your high school guidance counselors you would not amount to anything. But you know what? Now's a good opportunity to tell them that they're wrong and you're right, and that's why we invented Stoner Gory. Stoner Gory. What's the category? Stoner Gory. What's the category? Stoner Gory. What's the category? What's the category? Let's get going. <laughs> See how we do in this edition of Stoner Gories, 800-520-1067 to join the show. And uh, you must be high to play, I believe. That's the rules. Go ahead. This is Angie. How high are you right now, Angie? I just did a little wake and bake a little bit ago, so pretty high. Indica, sativa, hybrid, all the above? Indica. Okay. As you know, Stoner Gories goes like this. I give you a letter. I give you a category. You give us all the things you can give us that fit under the category that start with that letter in a very short amount of time. The high score of Stoner Gories is always still one. No one has ever been able to beat the score of one. Are you up for the challenge? Hell yeah. All right. Do you need to take another hit before you go? Are you ready? No, no. I'm good. Okay. This is Angie right now. She's a career pothead. Your letter is K, and your category is... Clans. (laughs) <laughs> Racist organizations and go. That's that's not your category. Your category. Your letter is K, and your category is delicious treats and go. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Klondike bar. Uh, 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 Klondike bar. Let's go. Come okay. on, time's ticking. Um, it's K. That's hard. <laughs> is K Rock a delicious treat? K Rock is a delicious oh, treat. Oh, good guess. For your ears. Well, thank you for playing. It was Stonagories. That was Angie. All right, welcome to Stonagories. How high are you right now? I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. What's your smoking method of choice? Uh, blunt guy, spliff guy, joint guy. I love blunts, but I've really been into using pens out of glass lately. Oh. It's really, really good for your lungs. Here's how it works now. We <laughs> give you a category. We give you a letter. You give us as many things that fit under the category that start with the letter as you possibly can. So far, the high score remains at one. This is Stonergories. Your letter is B, and your category is body parts. And go. Belly button. Uh, <laughs> uh, how, how long do I have? All right, oh time God. is ticking. Started. Time is ticking. You just began. <laughs> belly button. Yes, you said belly button. We have you as one point for belly button. Uh, bunion. <laughs> bunion. Bunion is not a body part. We cannot accept that. I'm so sorry. Uh, hey, look, really? You got us belly button. We could have, we could have accepted things like bones, back. Butt. But, uh, Damn. Blunt? Yes, blunt. Not a body part, but yes, we do believe you. (laughs) 
Natalie, uh, so far the score is still one. When you hear the people playing the game, does it make you think that you are higher than they are, equal level of high, or just they're dummy and you're smart? I'm smart, for okay. sure. And how much have you had to smoke today <laughs> to this point? Man, I'm smoking on a dad pen right now, and I have taken about 10 hits of it. Oh, I've my God. About 20 minutes. Okay. Whoa. All right. Dabbing is a whole different level that I cannot get into. Can we? Well, listen, I think you could, and I think that'll be our next video that we shoot for the show. But can we top the high score of one? That is the question. Absolutely. Stone Agoris, she's up for the challenge. She's been smoking a lot today. Your letter is a P as in Paul. You got that? Yes. Your category is people named Paul. <laughs> Your time starts now. My Go. cousin Paul. No. Oh, oh, Paul Jackson. Uh, <laughs> my cousin Paul. <laughs> we need famous Pauls. We need more Pauls. Pauls we've heard of. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. <laughs> Paul. Uh, can I just say really quick, because I don't know any other keys, but I am listening because of acoustic almost Christmas, and I can't wait. And <laughs> well, you, you, you can use the time however you want to use the time, but unfortunately, that's not going to help you score any points with us. Man, I can't. You know, every time we do Stonewood, I think to myself, this will be the week that we bre- we break the top score. Yeah. The Paul, high Paul score. Rudd is a great Paul. Paul Bearer. Paul So Dano. many good ones we could have gone with there. Yeah. Uh, tall Paul from down the hall. I mean, there's a million we could have gone with, but she gave us Paul Jackson. What is that? And my cousin, Paul. Her cousin, Paul. Uh, Eddie, you high right now? I'm smoking right now. All right, what are you smoking? Uh, vape pen. Did any of your teachers ever tell you to mount to nothing in life? Um, some of them, and then I proved them wrong. All right, good. What is the most successful thing you've done with your life to this point? Um, I defended our country in the military. Goddamn oh, right. A hero. Job. I hope that you win Stonegories as well. All you have to do is beat the high score of one right now. Uh, this guy's name is Eddie. Allie, give him a letter. Uh, let's see. F. And your category is funny words and go. Uh, funny words. Funny. And. Yes, very literal. Funny is a actual funny word. Um. Uh, um. Time's up. You missed the obvious, dude. Fart is the funniest word out there. Oh, man. And I just farted, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for a show intervention. This is where we gang up on somebody on the show about something that they do that bothers the rest of us. I think most places, if you tried to do this where you work, you'd probably have to meet with HR and someone would get fired because it's not cool to just call a random intervention. We've done them in the past for a variety of things that happen around here. Things that Omar does, Ali does, Jake the Nerd with his profuse sweating. I know that you guys don't like the fact that I used to clip my nails in the office. Yeah, this is weird, man. Who would do that? Trying to keep my hygiene up. But, Did uh, you stop that, by the way? Uh, yeah, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, he doesn't do it. Good. Do it Good. in my car now at a red light like a normal person. Ew. <laughs> so um, today we have an intervention. And who are we doing today? Oh. We're huh. doing you again. Oh, wait. I thought this... It says in the schedule, Jake the Nerd. I didn't know what it was about. No, that was that's not real. That's a decoy? Yeah, it's <laughs> you. You guys are the worst. Uh, I thought we were going to uh, do, uh, uh, do an intervention on Jake's uh, impression yesterday and how it's inappropriate. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the intervention. We can always do that one later. What, are, what am I doing this time? <laughs> this so is not this fair. is actually something that you have done ever since I've met you. 
And I'm glad now that other people on this team are experiencing it because now I feel validated in my own frustration it's being so funny every day never having a bad joke ever stop it guilty as charged let's not do the whole no let's not do the whole can i guess oh no but that's another thing we don't play all day hawk into the trash can yeah Uh um that's something that you'll do healthy and sick thank you uh no uh here's the thing even if you don't have a number saved in your phone uh, I, I don't even know after all these years of me knowing you if you have my number saved. But I have you in my phone as Round Lesbo. <laughs> Accurate. I have nicknames. When I first meet people, I don't get to know their actual name because I say, what's the point? So uh-huh. just a couple of descriptors. <laughs> Remember when I had uh, one of the guys in my phone as Weirdo Neighbor? And oh, then yeah. he went to see if he was in my phone, called me and looked at Weirdo Neighbor <laughs> pop up on my phone. It's a terrible thing to do. Do Can not. I you as nostrils. All right, good. A lot, a lot of people know it's me calling when they get nostrils. Here's the thing, because not even my parents do this, my in-laws, nobody I know does this except you. Once Klein has called you, you can be sure to get all kinds of phone calls and voicemails from him that have been sent by his ass. Oh, yeah. And I do have whether a big ass. It's in your pocket or in your front pocket, back pocket, doesn't matter. I don't know how you managed to do it, Klein, but you constantly butt dial and you will leave long, boring voicemails that we then have to skip through and delete or save and then play on the air later. It needs to stop. Here's just one. Oh, come on. Oh, you're with me? In, in New York City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Don't <laughs> so, so right. You have to. So it's, got, so it's just going to keep going out. I mean, that's why I like that. I think you know, seven months ago. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Like, hold on. Stop the message. Uh, Because I don't know what kind of information you're going to disclose. This goes on for 17 minutes. Okay, fine. Fair (laughs) enough. Worth it. I don't know who I'm even talking to there. Are you sure that's even me? I don't know, but we have to be like, hello? Right. Klein. Well, just assume it. Oh, that's you? You need to hear the ah, ah, ah. Yeah. Yeah. That's you. It's amazing that that's what I sound like even having conversations (laughs) with regular people. Maybe I fell down during that conversation. Maybe that was me falling again. It goes on. This place in Encino? Sold for nine. Uh, <laughs> daddy, telling you no, uh, you no, no, no. You know who I think I'm talking to? I think I'm talking to a mailman there. I, I like to uh, strike up conversations with uh, not just my, you know, my postal employee carrier, but just random ones as well. And I believe I was talking to a mail person there. I, this could be from a year ago. I don't even know what it's from. Oh, I have these. I have oh. voicemail saved for years from you. Great. I can't wait to hear all of them and find you out what that. other... I want to, we want the best for you. We don't I have no idea what I'm doing. I, once again, I'm sorry you have to hear that. I have no idea why I'm making those noises. You know what else has made I, this no... worse is voice memos, because this is one that you left for all of us when we were all going to Six Flags for Fright Fest. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a voice memo. Right. Well, clearly. Is this you trying to walk to the park from your car? That may have been when I was looking for my car for three hours after we were done at the park. I, I don't know what that was from. I want to, If I knew I was doing it, I wouldn't be doing it, Allie. That's the thing. I, I wouldn't be doing it. Oh, are you going to play another one now? Great. Yeah. This. Uh, these are all, by the way. All of these. I, don't I had know. Omar send me these. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so much like this. 
Yeah, I need to get. I'll take this out now if you want. It feels like I'm always in the middle of a shady negotiation, <laughs> yes. and I don't know what I. And I feel like I need to listen because I feel like I'm going to hear some kind of scoop or something that I'm not supposed to hear, and that's what's yeah. exciting. I'm hoping to blackmail you one day. Uh, yeah, well, uh, this is why. That's I'm, why I save. Them. I'm glad I don't talk uh, bad about people behind their backs. I, 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 you know, let you know to your faces if we have problems because this this is inevitably would come out. Any sort of secret I would possibly be hiding, I would accidentally call someone with it. I mean, you tell me. Yeah, I mean, I need the the baseboard. Uh, no baseboards here today. That's what, what I say. Hell? I don't even know what, <laughs> what I'm speaking that? about. See, I think most of these conversations. <laughs> here's my Jesus. feeling. A peek into your life is actually just really sad. Most of these conversations are people that I'm dealing with that, like, I consider to be like real men. Like, they're talking about things like baseboards and like you know flipping. Home. And like, I don't know anything about this stuff, so I think I just right, try so to say buzzwords. To, yeah, so I just try to join in on the conversation. <laughs> so I'm just gonna finish up another this <laughs> Um, and then... Sorry, guys, that I do this. And then, uh, tools, I, I, you know, yeah, by the nails way, and, I, you, uh, your Intervention and, accepted. Uh, <laughs> I will accept... <laughs> I will accept what you're saying about me. I apologize. Like, figure it out. We've made so many advancements with I, phones to avoid this. I, I don't know how you're able to open your phone and make phone calls it, with your ass it's still. It's remarkable. Yes. You lock it in one click. You lock yes, your phone in one click. Mine doesn't lock. I'm yes, telling you. Yes, you mean it doesn't lock. You right yes, now. it does. Every I, phone since I've known you doesn't lock. I think I must be able to open it with the ass. It may be because of the two whole thing. I don't know what it is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it. But I, I do you have ass face? Does your face does your ass look like I your face and my, it unlocks it? it Omar, you know what? We may have just cracked the algorithm at Apple. Literally I believe cracked. that my ass resembles my face so much <laughs> oh, that it is man. opening my phone and calling people. That's genius, wow. dude. <laughs> of course, when we're not here or when it's after hours or when you listen to the podcast, it goes with the show. You may want to call that goat line, that number eight four four nine five six G O A T. Messages for Jake. Uh, my buddy just started working for a Botox company, and she said Botox in the armpits can make him stop sweating. Let me know if you you uh, want me to hook you up, dude. You know, Jake the Nerd admitted during the Box of Shame a few weeks back that he has a profuse sweating problem, so much so that he has to walk around all day and he has um, paper towels in his armpits and he has to swap them out, like the changing of the guards outside of Buckingham Palace. <laughs> it's just like that. Yeah, and, it's uh, a big uh, It's a big to-do. Yeah. They bring out, they, <laughs> they blow the bugle and then all of a sudden, put the hats on. time to uh, change his uh, armpit towels. Uh, this is a real thing. I've heard about this before, that people get the Botox oh, yeah. shot in their arms, yeah, in the armpits. Yeah, but and? this 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 guy seems to uh, say he can hook you up, dude. Well, it you... depends on what the hookup is, because I looked into it. It's like a thousand bucks, and it only lasts for like four months. What? Yeah. Yeah, but what is your budget on paper towels for the armpits? I mean, I would imagine you're going <laughs> $2, through two thousand dollars. Yeah, this seems like but a I better take move. Work, so I don't have to pay for them. Oh, that's nice. Ah, uh, you steal them from this place? Well, I don't steal them. I use them. Right, but man, their to- paper towel budget went up skyrocketed as Sky- soon as Jake joined the show. We can't figure it out. We're going through seventeen <laughs> trees a, a week. Must have a lot of toasts that they're microwaving. How many um, paper towels would you say your armpits go through? Like per, you're here every day till like around noon. So like, what would you like? How many paper towels are you going through? Uh, well, I have good days and bad days. So on a bad day, you have good days. I'm sorry. Oh. Nothing. Go ahead. I, I got that eventually because of the dementia. Yeah, that's right. That's good. Uh, so on a bad day, God, I don't even know. Twenty, thirty. So what? You're, you're going through a roll. Of, would you say a roll of paper towels a day around here, just in your armpits? No, I've had this roll in the office for a little while now. Oh, you have your own roll in there that you've stolen. Yeah. And then do you steal paper towels and take them home with you from here? No. Yeah, you, you do. You want to tell the truth about that or? <laughs> No. <laughs> you do, huh? 
many rolls do you yeah, have? How, how many, do you would you say well, you st- at home? I don't need them because I'm like it's when I'm out and, and about in like public. I You're have like stressed social anxiety. around people. Got oh, it. So, you so in your uh, own home, you don't sweat profusely. No, no, no. So the social anxiety only happens here, or when I go like, when I go out to get audio, or when I go out when I go out anywhere really. So when, when you're asked to do interviews when you're holding people. the microphone in front of people and asking them questions about the band on their shirt or whatever, you're in the middle. You have a waterfall coming out of your pit at that time. Totally. And so then do you not <laughs> extend your arm into their face because the pit towel is going to fall? I usually just have like another layer on so it helps keep it like uh, like in there or I don't wear anything. You don't uh, like duct tape them in place. It's just a fold. And... I do. I have bought like things that like uh, adhere to your to your shirts. <laughs> like it's a special like little like pad you can like buy double on Like double sided tape? It has like a little like a adhesive. Like you pull like you pull a thing like a band aid and you put it on your shirt. I'm not trying to be funny here when I say this, but like couldn't you wear um uh like maxi, maxi pads, pads in your armpits, like with wings and stuff? I guess yeah, it might be too big, but yeah. I think we should I have like some, what I bought, but they're some like, of those they're really t-shirts. big ones that they gave me after I had the baby. Yeah, like, we should they're give... like diaper size. <laughs> yeah, we Let's should give it. you those and try those I out. I have them. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm sure you're not the only person that's suffering from this. I know we joke about it because no, it seems ridiculous, not. but uh, hey, I bought them on Amazon. They sell. I seen them, so you know. I, I seen them. I, I, I seen them. Wait, I done seen everything you, when I see a pit towel on Amazon. You've seen armpit tampons on on Amazon? Is that what you're saying? I bought I bought a bag. Yeah. Hey, you did. I'm an armpit tampon. <laughs> <laughs> it's K Rock. It's Klein Alley Show. Uh, hello, Katie. You're on the phone. What's up? Hi. I had a uh, I had a first internet date. Oh, hold on. Say nothing else. Sunday. Oh, say nothing else. We got a lot of questions for you. We're gonna get to you in just a moment. That's Katie. If that's your real name, I can't wait to find out all about your date. Is this my to- wife? <laughs> Hold on one second. That's interesting. Uh, in that case, I'm going to guess all the way. Uh, it, this is and not, with everyone. This is not Allie's wife, Katie, is it? No. Okay. Hold okay. on one second. I'm going to come right back to you. This is how we do things around here. On a Monday, you went on a first date this past weekend. We got some questions. Hopefully, you've got some answers. It's time for Where'd You Go? How Far'd You Go? Hit it. Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys go play bingo? Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys take a slow or no? All right. Let's say hi to not Allie's wife. <laughs> wink, wink. This is Katie on the phone. Uh, Katie, got some questions? And then we will get to the only questions that matter, which is where'd you go, how far'd you go? But we start with, you said you met this person on the internet? Yeah, uh, on a dating app. Okay, uh, which dating app? Hinge. Mm, that is a popular one lately. Yeah, but Hinge I always find to be the trickiest one to figure out because there's certain ones where I can guarantee they hooked up or they didn't hook up. And then there's Hinge, which sometimes ends in sex and sometimes ends in like, nope, that was weird, we're never going to speak again. Yep. So we each get one question, and then we get to the only questions that matter. On with Katie, met the person on Hinge. You meet, Was it a, a guy, a girl, man, woman, child? It was, it was a man. He's a man. Okay, he's a man. All right. She sounds uh, like she's convincing herself. <laughs> Yeah, he's a man. Uh, Allie, your question for Katie. In all your years of life, what is the best holiday-related gift you've ever received? Best present you've ever gotten. Huh. Uh, wow. I, I mean, I, I give myself the best gifts. Um, yeah, I don't know. Roller skates? Okay, mm. that helps me define mine. Is that one of the, is that one of the gifts that you gave yourself, or? Yeah, it's what I gave myself. Oh, cool. All right, uh, Omar Khan. Your question for Katie went on a first date this weekend with someone she met on Hinge. The question is, where'd they go? How far'd they go? 
Katie, uh, what do you do for a living? I run a gym. Really? Oh. Oh, we are and your roller people. Skates, damn. We are your people. <laughs> uh, do we sound like we're in shape or out of shape? Oh, uh, well, I mean, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. That's do true. Now, when somebody signs up for your gym, do you know right away the people that aren't going to continue with the habit? No, no, you'd be surprised. We have uh, dedicated people waiting at the door when we open that range from like being in their 80s to, uh, you know, being in their being in their 20s. Wow. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm no. saying like if a guy like me signed up, you can look at me and be like, this guy is not going to be back in a week. Like we're going to take his money, but he'll, we won't see him again. Like the people that kind of show but, up twice and don't ever come back. We don't hate those people. No, but, I know, um, right. But you can you spot them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I no, signed I my can't. contract in Marinara Sauce, they know that I'm only there <laughs> temporarily. I think and then you lick it off. Yeah. All right, uh, you're qu- Jake the Nerd. I don't know why, but we're going to give you a question. Oh, this thanks, is Katie. Man. was on a date this weekend, uh, someone she met on Hinge. That's all we know about her. We're learning things, and we're going to guess where'd she go, how far'd she go. A very important question. What is your favorite pizza topping? Um, that would be uh, fried eggplant. Oh, she's wow. a real Health gym nut. person. Yeah, that'll ruin a pizza real quick. Cut <laughs> 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 that off. All right. Um, obviously, you're single now. So, the last relationship were you in? Would you one word to describe the sex in that relationship? Oh, robot. Oh, oh so good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, a lot of sex robot. robot. Okay. Right. Not good. Not good. Robotic. What does that mean? Same moves every time? Yeah. Just mm. like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe it feels yeah. good for me. Can we ask <laughs> when was your last relationship? No, you can't ask that. Why? All right. Good question. When was your last relationship? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. It was uh, before I moved here. So six and a half years ago. Okay. Okay. Wow. So you've been single the whole time you've been living in Southern California? I sprinkle it with dating here and there. It just never lasts. I got it. Mm-hmm. It's hmm. not a good idea. I can't date gym members. Yeah. It's just I keep telling myself Very that. transient in this town. Relationships. True we've with apartments and genitals. And you've yeah. lost members of the gym because once they date you and they break up, you're there every day, so they can't go back there, right? Yeah. Okay. Man, I always think that. I, it's weird because I always see at the gym, in the gym culture, I, to me it seems like everyone there is dating and having sex with each other. They're all fit people. They're all flirty and happy. And well, this that's, and that. I mean, if you're really doing well with your gym routine, that's when you feel best about yourself. So when you when you have that much confidence and then you're there with somebody else who has that confidence, it's more it's than that. I think maybe. it's the, I think it's the pheromone. I think a lot of people are releasing a lot of pheromones there, and that pheromone thing is <laughs> magical. And people get around that, get a whiff of that. You know, we may call it bo. Oh yeah, but the that, smell is magical. Yeah, that is. I'm telling you, that's. A, I think you you suck in a lot of pheromones there. All of a sudden, you feel yourself very horny, Allie. I'm serious. And sometimes if they have really nice bathrooms too, or like a shower area, you're like someone should be having sex in here. Right. Yeah. It's just nice in there. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to the question, the guesses now, and then we'll find out where she went, how far she went. She met the person on Hinge. She uh, runs a gym. The last person she was having sex with was robotic, hasn't been in a relationship in six and a half years since moving to Southern California. And uh, that's all. Oh, and she likes eggplant on her pizza. And that's and not, not a euphemism. All right, let's get to it, Allie. You got a guess? Don't yeah. answer until we all guess. I think that you did something along the beach. I think you got some bicycles and you maybe went along the promenade or something like that. You did that little bike path and then you stopped. Terrible guess. It was so cold this weekend. It wasn't that cold. Frigid. 63 or something. 
Okay. Well, she's fine. she's tough anyway, and uh, yeah, I think a lot of people still were out and about because right. it really was not that cold. Okay, so bikes and then what? Bikes, and then they stopped at a little place along there and ate, and then um, they went back to her place, and they did first base stuff, but that was it. What's first base in your making, world? Making out. Tongue, just tongue stuff? Yeah, just heavy makeouts and like some feeling up, but not like graphically. Uh, Omar Khan. Yeah. Where did she go? How far did she go? Well, obviously, Katie's a very active person, so I think they went um, hiking, and uh, you know she cares about what she puts in her body. So then maybe they went uh, get, grab some sushi, but she wasn't really feeling this guy, so I think they just parted ways. Mm. Okay, Jake the nerd. I was gonna say hiking, but something active. And again, like she's very picky. She hasn't had a relationship in six years. She did not do anything, and she gets hit on all the time by hot people. So she's very picky about what she what she puts in her body. And no, nothing happened. You just basically echoed Omar's exact guess. That's exactly. Thank like, you. Weird. <laughs> he does that a lot. Uh, no, that, you guys pointed that, out. He does that all the time. He goes, I was going to say the exact same thing, so I'll just <laughs> say the exact say. same thing. Right, I go first next time, then Omar uh, can echo me. You go uh, ahead okay. and go first. Uh, I think you guys are all out of your mind. You think that healthy people like to go on healthy dates, but she, her whole life is the gym, so when she's on a date, she wants to let loose. Throw oh. back uh, 36 wings at a Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that she probably went to Wakanda forever. Sorry, but Black Finally. Panther Wakanda, Wakanda forever, uh, directed by Ryan Cogler. Uh, <laughs> Let me go through the cast quickly. <laughs> I, I, think she, I think she went to uh, that movie. A lot of people did. It was a movie date. Uh, things went okay, but the person was not nearly as good looking as they were in their Hinge profile. So she closed her eyes, but still had sex. Whoa. Are any of us close? Uh, I guess not really, but if anybody was, you would be the closest. Oh, yeah. When you say you, yeah. do you mean you as in Klein? Um, look, I, we made out. We made out at a dive bar, and, uh, yeah, he identifies as a unicorn. I don't know I'm into him. He's like a burner, a burning man guy. Oh, so, Okay. He identified as a unicorn. <laughs> he, mm -hmm, yeah. Hold on. Not, as a, not as a man? He's, he's a man, but his spirit animal is a unicorn. Yeah. And I'm into it. And you were not into that? No, she said I I'm into, into it. Oh, you are into it. Oh, and what does that mean? Uh, like he's a unicorn, he can have sex with any, like open relationships? I think all of it makes sense once you go to Burning Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. so, so he bring, he drops this on you at what point in the date when you get together? Like when is the right time to tell someone, uh, hi, nice to meet you, I identify as a unicorn? Oh, I'd say after maybe the second beer. Great. So you went to a dive bar date and uh, and then you made out at the bar, but nothing outside the bar. Correct, yeah. And little you, light boob, little grazing of the boob, but that was it. Dude, that's exactly what I said. What does that mean, graze? That's what, yeah. <laughs> like brushed up against, so like, but didn't grab. Over, with... over though. Yeah, under. Like he was just, you know. Oh, under. Oh, he grazed up, under? Uh, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> that's <such laughs> but you know what? Unicorns <laughs> do what they want. That's such a unicorn move right there, huh? All right, we were well. snuggling, snuggling in the booth. Oh, so you had, oh, it's a oh, great move. Snuggle oh, in the you booth. gotta get one of those booths. Those booths are where it's at. <laughs> yeah. you, get a, you get into you a booth. You can do anything in there. At a dive bar, it's like international waters. If the waters. chair backs are high enough. Oh, it's the best. It's, Nothing, a, it's like people, having your own room. You could have raised a whole family in that booth. No one even noticed. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So, are you gonna have a second date? Of course, she is. Definitely. Oh, and, good for uh, you. And what is, has there been a, a text or anything or since? <laughs> has he uh, responded at all? Phone call. 
yeah, phone calls, text. Um, yeah, he's going to help me. He's going to help me identify my own spirit animal. He says oh. uh, he read me as a she wolf within the first five minutes. So you know what? We're going to see. Hold on, you won't believe oh. this. He's on the he's on line four. The what? guy that she wanted really? to go ahead, sir. You're on. I'm talking to the woman you went on the date with. <laughs> wow! Unbelievable! What a crazy story! Uh, all right. Well, we take. Thank you for joining us. This has been Where'd You Go? How Far'd You Go? Uh, the, I bet you, you guys are gonna. I think you're having sex on date number two, right? That's your plan, isn't no, it? No, I think that she takes it slow, don't you? I do, but look, I he mean, he said no. Crazy uh, baloney pony. What? Yeah. Wait, what? Say that again. <laughs> She wants the baloney pony. No, not no. you, Jake. I don't care. <laughs> you say it again, you idiot. Wait, Jake, what did you say? Baloney <laughs> pony. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Katie, thank you for joining us. This has been Where'd You Go? How far did you go? I got to experience something over the weekend that I've never experienced before in my entire life. And before you all chime in with your sarcastic, witty comments about sex with your wife, a shower, whatever else you're going to say. It's That's something verbatim what I was just going to say. I knew it. I can tell. I can read your mind. <laughs> I, uh, it's something that ever since we knew this was going to be a thing, the first time we ever talked about it, I, I was like, this is awesome. I can't wait. I cannot wait until I go to a place and this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm telling you right now, I know there's a lot of fear, understandably. I'm one of these people that used to be in the uh, I'm scared column, but... I wanted this. I wanted to be able to know what it was like, and I've. Ne- and you just want to have. You want to have had a robot experience. I didn't say what it was yet. Oh, I was going to say anal probe. Omar's right. It's <laughs> anal probe. Oh. It was. Uh, I had a robot waiter mm-hmm. or waitress, actually, technically, if we're going to get because it had a female voice and she was winking with eyelashes. It had cleave. She had great cleave, but just. <laughs> Just when it came time for the tip, that yeah. all of a sudden I was like, "Where did this cleave come shake-a, from?" Shake shake a, shake a. It was, um, <laughs> it was, um, it was an experience. I poured water on it and killed it right away. Die robot, die unsexy robot. It was. Uh, have you guys ever had the robot server yet? Yeah. Have, nope. You had it, nope. Jake? Yeah, it's sushi place. Yeah, that's that's interesting. <laughs> I guess they must be the ones that have embraced the technology first. Yeah, it was fun. Did the robot bring well, I you... I think that's the easiest thing to make robot, the easiest food. Why do you say that? Because if you order sushi, it's that's what it is, just sushi. There's not a whole lot of substitutions that you're going to do. If you go to like a barbecue place or any other restaurant, if you like people want, I don't, I want the dressing on the side or I want this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but the if robot's you... not making the food, Allie. I know, but I'm saying having a, a, a human server to go over any kind of changes to a, a menu or to your order... It requ- that requires a little more human interaction. But I feel like sushi, when you order sushi, it's very cut and dry. Well, the way this place worked, because it wasn't just sushi. They had other stuff, too. They had, like, ramen, and they had, uh, you could, you know, you get, I think they even had sandwiches. But, but the, you, you had to order, you ordered from, like, a tablet. And then the robot brought, you know, that's the thing. The robot doesn't really, the, the robot waiter. Oh, there's no interaction, really? Well, there is, but only after. So, so they basically wheel by the table, and they kind of just, like, like try to like break the ice a little bit. They kind of wheel by, and then they kind of do this move where they're not trying to show you their ass, but they're showing you their where their food is gonna. It looks like they're kind of being like a, let me show you something, and then they turn around and it's it is their ass, but it's where they keep the food. It's where the food <laughs> is. They keep the food in the ass. Not in the ass. No, I'm not doing. Why? It. Why the would food, they put it there? The food is not in the ass. They should put it the, in the, the boobs the, area. The food is in the backside. I guess it would be technically like the low the the. Where the spinal cord would go. I <laughs> is guess. the robot like a square? Well, describe the robot. Yeah, what does uh, she look like? Okay, the robot. Hot. 
is now the, the robot is very she's got a digital face with blinking eyes oh okay and, and, and is it just like innocuous but, smiley face or yeah. does it look like a human uh, uh not human like very uh-huh. robot like uh-huh. the, the body of the robot is kind of i guess shape wise would be I'm trying to think what it would be like a podium maybe is that a good well, uh, don't good... body shame her she's improved <laughs> <laughs> she, she used to be uh she's like a podium yeah she's a podium body she's a podium body but okay, so she's boxy. She's <laughs> it's okay. She's got a thyroid condition. Okay, <laughs> so she she wheels by, and and I don't know if the robot gender changes based on like if they look at me and they're like send that send them the flirty woman. Like I don't know how it works. That'd be cool though if you could pick the personality of your server. The robot comes over and then kind of just like says like hi, and then and then oh, so it talks to you. You can't really speak back to it because oh. I said like some weather we're having, and then it just turned around and showed me where the drinks go. You know, I bet servers are so happy they don't have to have dumb jokes like that. I well, mean, the you issue know? is that the, the like with the self checkout. You've got the robot that's doing all the heavy lifting, but you have like three or four servers that basically, human servers. That, that still, help the robot. Yeah, that still have to come and help the robot. <laughs> and the thing that's interesting is, because, so, so the, the thing comes, you can order drinks right on the robot's face. Like you, you, you there's a t- hot touch screen. <laughs> then the robot. This will make you more attractive server robot. <laughs> then the robot goes away. And then you think to yourself, well, I don't think I'm ever going to get... It's just like with a human. You're like, this is not moving any faster. Because and it, if there's a problem, can you get the robot's attention to ask, like, check on your drink order? You can hit a button, but when you hit the button, the human comes. And the human's like, what's the deal? And you're like, uh, this robot was supposed to bring me an iced tea like 20 <laughs> minutes ago. And they're like, let me check on that. And then they go back. And the robot is, like, blaming the server, and they just go back and forth <laughs> blaming each yeah. other. So the robot wheels back over. And it's kind of like it moves very... It doesn't obviously... It's, it's almost, on wheels, I would assume, right? It's on wheels, but it moves a little bit more fluid than like a skateboard. It, you know, hmm. it's it's like um like a moving dolly base kind of sort of thing. So it's but it's moving swiftly. Swiftish, not least. Swiftish. So far it sounds like a terrible experience. It was yeah, well, here's the thing. So the, the the robot comes in as the robot's wheeling over to you, any sort of like bump or piece of food it goes over i see my drink i'm watching my drink oh, spill i'm watching my iced tea go from a full iced tea to a medium iced tea oh. to by the time it gets to me there's like just a little <laughs> bit of iced tea at the bottom of the cup uh. and the robot is like soaked what yeah because it yeah because it's that's what happens it, it's well and the robot's not waterproof i bet no I, I think they did waterproof it or food proof it or whatever like they're still working out the kinks but obviously so the thing comes here it gives me like a swallow of iced tea <laughs> And I'm like, thank, thank, and the robot shows up very proud, and then turns around, and you kind of take your drinks off of the, off the butt, of its, not right. its butt, but it's like its back, and um, and then of course I immediately have to hit the button again. The human comes out, and I'm like, yes, uh, and the robot's still standing there, so I'm like, it's kind of uncomfortable. I'm like, uh, he's like, did the robot? I don't want to blame this robot, but it screwed up my drink. <laughs> uh, so I said, here's the the iced tea the robot brought. It's like only a little left, and he's like, oh, we'll get you another one. And then he like does something. And he on goes the, to the robot, it's like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hits a, it's your fourth week. You hit, shouldn't be doing this he crap. He hits a couple of buttons on the robot, and then a human comes out with an iced tea and hands it to me. God. So they're still trying to figure out the kinks a little bit. I wonder if the servers hate this robot or if they actually find it to be helpful. Well, I think the idea of the robot is it brings you the easy stuff. Because that was the other thing is at one time it brought out a miso soup. But the, but the thing is... So, the, so it recently very spillable yeah, things? Yeah, so the, but, the, but, the, but they had a... <laughs> 
<laughs> but they had a system what? for the soup, Allie. The system was they put like this weird locking mechanism on top of it. Like it was, cool. it was in like a, you needed almost like a like like you crack a safe to get into your soup. At yeah. The end. And and then so it, they've got they're figuring it out, but like they didn't put lids on the drink, which obviously would have solved that problem. <laughs> yes. So they're still. But I'm telling you right now. I know it doesn't sound like it was a great experience. It made your experience more interesting, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it actually, like, even when the robot, just like with humans, a lot of times the robot would come up and I was like, oh, it's coming to us. And then it would keep going to the next table. Yeah. It was the same level of anger you get when a human <laughs> server does it. But it was really interesting. Like, oh, she's coming with my check. Yeah, oh, no, she brought yeah, you uh, on the right. table. Yeah. And so, that, and so there was something kind of cool, but then it became the thing at the tip at the end. And that became the part where I was like, hmm. Because that's you we, don't know who gets it. Right. Who gets the tip? And does it go right to the chefs? Because I like does it go to the robot maker? Like that's what I was very confused about. Because it was going to the robot maker. <laughs> the robot maker's already rich. That's kind of what I would have thought. Yeah. Like, they don't need tip. No. But I was like, I, but I wasn't sure because it said for service, and you had to also rate. They had a rating thing: rate food, uh, cleanliness, and rate service. And I was like, if I like rate this robot bad, is it going to be like turned into scrap metal? Like after, like, does it, do I walk outside? And it's being like run over. Or the is it going to go to its little robot friends and plot against you? And that's, that's the beginning of the robot takeover. But it was it's cool. Dis- disgruntled robot server. It was an experience I was looking forward to. Was not did not go there knowing it was a robot server. But I will tell you, would would do again. Didn't mm-hmm. find any hair in my foods. Mm. And you and could. That was fun. You could be rude to the server or flirt with the server and not feel guilt about it. Well, one guy at the table next to me was having a real hard time because he didn't understand it was not interactive. So he kept saying, like, what's good? Oh. What's good? I would love that. <laughs> and, the, and, the ro- and the robot just, like, should, just like, work there. at, like, places that old people go yeah. to at, like, 4 p.m. for dinner. And, and they're you're... like, agent! Yeah. Agent! <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which month are you most likely to get laid? It's this K-Rock. It's Klein Alley Show. Let's get into some clickbait now. Here we go. Bait. All right, listen. Internet's full of riddles and mysteries. We try to solve them each and every week on the show. Bait. Without the slideshow, without the unnecessary rabbit hole that sends you into the deep web. And next thing you know, you're giving your personal information to some guy you met on Reddit. Avoid that. Let's get to this. Start right here, Allie. Uh, this is what makes women more attractive to other women. <laughs> you should know this. You are a lesbian. But according to the Internet, this is the one thing or the thing that is most what a woman, even a woman who would not necessarily consider herself to be gay or even bi, would say like, wow, I am turned on by that. This is the thing that women do or women uh, claim is the most attractive to other women. It's easy, Klein. It's confidence. A confident woman who can show you the way. Yeah, you may be into guys now, but look at my confidence. It's so easy that you know you'll have a better time with me because I'm that confident that you will. And usually I'm not wrong. Confidence is one of those weird answers that I do feel like pops up a lot of times, but it's like how do you really show that off, right? Is it just well, it has to be nice, hot confidence, not dickish, a-hole confidence. Right. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And it's easy for it's easier for men to have that kind of confidence. When a woman is very confident, it's very sexy to All other right. women. Um, Alice is confidence. Clearly, she's wrong. So, Omar, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with something a little bit more basic. I think you know, if a woman is nice and clean, because l- listen, guys are grody, yeah. right? But if a woman has really good, <laughs> good takeaway from today's show. Smells yeah. good. Guys are grody. <laughs> yep. Got it. Uh, yeah, I think hygiene. Yeah, if somebody you know knows how to like you know keep clean, women she are smells attracted nice. to yeah. other women because they nice do nice and smooth, soft. Mm-hmm. I would say if you were to pluck a random person from a street walking by, uh, there's a ten, a hundred percent chance the woman is going to smell better than the guy. 
right? Totally. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, I'm the one time out of 10 it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do we pick her? Snow coming. Jake the Nerd, uh, what is the thing that uh, attracts women to other women? You know what? It's uh, confidence, but you know what makes women confident? A nice booty. I see. I hear women all the time like, oh, you just got the nicest butt. Oh, my goodness. Whoa, what voice what was, was that? that? Where are you hanging out? Oh my, oh my goodness. goodness. <laughs> what was that? You, maybe this is a dream I had. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> uh, I did notice after the show, Jake does watch a lot of the talk. I know. Uh, I'll give you the answer in a second. Pull that clip. That is a problematic impression. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Jake, you're ready for your new segment tomorrow. Were you oh, snapping your fingers at the yeah, same you time? You definitely was. In a circle. Uh, well, you know what? I hate to say this, but one of you is right. According to women, the thing that attracts them most to other women is a nice booty. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. I'm kidding. It's not. It's not. It's, uh, it's confidence. Ali got it. It's I got confidence. it. Got it. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh my goodness, confidence. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how do we follow that up? Oh man. All right. Well, there you have. It. We go. Let's do one more quick. This is the month that you are most likely to get laid. The time of the month. This is no. This is oh, the month. <laughs> this is the month that you okay. are most likely to get laid. According to the internet, must be true. According to experts online, of course, you'll click around. Which month are you most likely to get late? It's February because that's when Valentine's Day is and people start cuffing. They want to get some kind of a hookup or a plan for Valentine's Day in place. So, And it's the shortest month of the year. So I think well, it's February. That's already February. a problem. It's the shortest month of the year. you got less days to get late that month. No, so it's not. Big problem right there. Allie says February. Jake uh, the Nerd, you were so strong with your first guess in clickbait. I go with December. That's when people like have time off and they're home alone and they're getting drunk or whatever and they're all happy and jolly. Oh, man, they're all depressed and around their family. Well, no, if you're not with your family, then you're happy and jolly. <laughs> you can hook up. Right. Jay, uh, Omar Khan, you know this thing. I would Listen, imagine you're um, an expert. It's got to be one of the summer months because, you know, it's, it's summertime. Everybody's feeling good vibes. You're going out, barbecues and stuff. So I'm going to go with July. Hmm. This is fitting. And I was shocked when I saw this information. Today is November that you are most likely to get. Really? Laid. And I have a feeling it has something to do with potential. Maybe the tra- weather change. Everyone's back inside. I think that it has something to do with weather changing, people being inside more. But also, I think it has to do with the fact that the tryptophan is a hell of a drug, my friends. You get all hopped up on that tryptophan, and people start doing it post Thanksgiving. Dude, you're you way go too to sleep. Yeah, I'm, you're too full. Guys, I'm going to tell you something, and I, I didn't plan this at all. I have two kids, both born in early September. I think that we found out both times. Neither of them planned, by the way. Both times the pregnancies occurred. I thought that some... was forced birthday sex. No, that's butt stuff. That would no. be not that. <laughs> Is it because no. you were able to get <laughs> it in because your wife was asleep because of the tryptophan? Trip, that's the tryptophan. Oh that's God! Our best <laughs> oh no. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.